<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This is uh, Monday, January the 4th, 2022. As we welcome you once again to the WCWUS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, to bring you, of course, not only the very, it's the very first edition of, 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 the, of, the, of our of our our main event program, of course, here in the radio network. It is, of course, the mothership broadcast, of course, of the WCWS radio network. It is episode number 1089 of WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. As we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment. Of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, who is, of course, as always, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, are, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. <clears throat> Already up and going, ladies and gentlemen, and bringing us tonight's, uh, for the first take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here tonight. He is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a two-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is part of the broadcast team, which brings you WCW US Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He is, of course, a multiple-time title holder, not just, of course, here in WCW US. No, 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 no. He is also, of course, a multiple-time title holder in a group that, of course, that he of course founded himself here, of course, <clears throat> doing quite well. Uh, absolutely, and as of course the Gross and Stuffless Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in, with all respect to ECW original Taz, this man right here, of course, is the one and only human suplex machine, hailing as always from Front Royal, Virginia. I am talking about Mr. John Gross. As we welcome John, of course, here to episode 1089 of Revolution. John, thank you very much. Here for with us, we hope to have more folks in here coming up in next within the next little while. Now, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1605 562 0444. Caller ID 13855 pound, <clears throat> and press that one if you wish to chime in on. Anything that we have planned on talking about, that we plan on talking about here tonight. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here, of course, tonight, we will, of course, talk about our thoughts and opinions on the very first edition of Monday Night Raw for the new year. Um, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about the, uh, we'll be also talking about the, uh, the, the Raw contribution to, of course, this past Saturday's. WWE Day One uh, pay-per-view, <clears throat> and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some wrestling extras. Of course, we'll definitely and we'll also bring you some wrestling extras. Of course, uh, coming your way as we, of course, <clears throat> as we, of course, continue to move forward uh, as well. We will also be bringing you, of course, updates on some of our on our some of our uh, trivia championship poll matches that are currently up and going on the. WUSB Prediction Center 
uh, third wave uh, Facebook page. Of course, keep in mind, keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, those matches, of course, are as follows. Uh, John, of course, is defending the the AEWS Holiday Bash Championship in a triple threat match, of course, this time against against Justin Carter and also Sandy Hardy. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, the results up from the day one prediction title challenge, of course, all seven participants in the in that title challenge are participating in a severe seven way with of course the winner with the with the most votes picking up the WCWS day 1 championship and the runner up picking uh coming up with uh coming in with will pick up the AEWS New Year's Smash championship and also everyone else that of course that is involved here as well Will be will be of course uh, will be of course involved in uh, in matches of course for these respective titles of course after of course this past Friday after, after, of course coming up after this coming Friday but keep in mind so keep in mind ladies and gentlemen be sure to continue your voting here as well as we will announce the winners of both of these matches of course coming up here. On revolution, of course, more more on that here, of course, a little bit later in the show. It is in fact 9:05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we said, this is Monday, January the fourth, 2022. Good to have you here, ladies and gentlemen. Hope, of course, your holiday season, of course, was filled with with a whole lot of great memories. As we look forward to, of course, a very, a very, very active 2022 here in the WCWS Radio Network. Let's not waste any time and get and get on. On the ball here, we go ahead and start off with as we proceed to 411 Mania, as we have been doing, of course, for the past for the past little while. <clears throat> uh, as we will bring you, of course, some wrestling news tidbits. Of course, making the rounds here, of course, of tonight's of tonight's show, the WWS Radio Network. As always, of course, thanks our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution. Not forget also Wolfpack Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS this morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. And we hope, ladies and gentlemen, about sometime around 2022, we'll be able to get a lot more of our shows up and running here, and we'll be able to utilize 411 Mania in that, in that respect here, of course, here as well. Let's go ahead and start with our first, first story here of the evening. Jeremy, of to this story tonight as MJF is set for action on this week's edition of AEW Dynamite. MJF will compete on AEW Dynamite's TBS debut this week. AEW announced on Tuesday that MJF will be in action on this Wednesday's show. His opponent was not really named here uh, at this point. The show will be the first on TBS for the show, for, for, for of course, uh, for Diet. And we'll be joined by once again another match between Heyman Page and Brian Danielson for the AEW World Title. Of course, MJF did post a picture on his Twitter account at the underscore MJF. If anyone wishes to, of course, see this picture, of course, it would not surprise me if a lot of people did not. But uh, that's uh, <clears throat> that's obviously uh, that's of course my own personal opinion. 
Uh, one story now coming in, ladies and gentlemen, having to do with NXT. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story. As, of course, there are some highlights here, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas, from the title unification match, of course, from WWE's, uh, of course, NXT's New Year's Evil show here tonight. <clears throat> we have a unified North American Cruiserweight Champion playing match of NXT New Year's Evil. Carmelo Hayes did defeat Roderick Strong to unify the titles in the very first match of the show. And some highlights right here. Hayes won the North American Championship on the October 12th episode of NXT, defeating Isaiah Swerve Scott for the title and holding it for 85 days. Strong had been Cruiserweight Champion for, one, for 105 days, having it won, or I guess you could say stolen, from Kushida on the November 21st episode of NXT. Of course, there are a lot of tweets coming in from WWE, from the WWE and the NXT Twitter accounts if you wish to pop on here and check out some of those tweets. But, ladies and gentlemen, Carmelo Hayes was the one that picked up both, of course, the, the still holding on to the North American title, and now will unify it with the Cruiserweight title and having defeat Roderick Strong. So, I guess <clears throat> one heck of a competitor, folks, but Carmelo Hayes proved to be the better man here in this case tonight. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight, this evening, as Seth Rollins actually gets gets name tweak on WWE's website roster. Seth Rollins is now Seth freaking Rollins, according to WWE. WWE has updated their roster page entry for Rollins to include his nickname, which he has been using for quite a point. Rollins had taken the social media to can the to canonize the name last week, of course, uh, of course, from his tweet here at WWE Rollins. He said this on December 29th. Seth freaking Rollins on the birth cert babes. Of course he's talking about his birth certificate, obviously. And of course, obviously there is a picture, uh, apparently I don't know if it's of his birth certificate or not, but I mean you can check out the picture on his Twitter account, like we said, at WWE Rollins, be sure, of course, check that out. Four Eleven Mania, of course, currently providing live coverage of tonight's edition <clears throat> of uh, NXT's uh, New Year's Evil show. You can check out what you can listen to, see what the guys from Four Eleven Mania are having to say about tonight's edition of NXT, of course, the special New Year's Evil show, and get their thoughts and opinions about uh, everything that has happened, of course, here. Uh, thus far, remember they have they're having a lot to say here uh, about, of course, the title unification match, and of course, obviously, we have some more. Uh, we have some more. Uh, there'll be some more, of course, uh, discussions about some of the other t uh, matches and action, of course, taking place there tonight. Jeremy Thomas posted this story this evening as Cody Rhodes recall re recalls a famous 2011 WWE champions photo could tell fortunes in his words cody rhodes recently discussed a famous photo from wwe toc 2011 of all the company's champions at the time the photo featured rhodes cm punk brian danielson matt sidell kofi kingston and beth phoenix who were the reigning champions after the pay-per-view of course 10 plus years later the group the group are all in very different positions many of them no longer with wwe during his fight, T's fight in focus, 
Rose was asked about the photo, which Matt Cardona posted on Twitter last week. That picture has been flowing around the last few days. I know Cardona put out a post about it. He said, of course, this was perfectful. I didn't. I chose not to. I'm pretty much off social media at this point, but I chose not to only because I don't know in my heart. I didn't want to cheapen that day. But I will never forget Punk getting everyone together in Philly. I know exactly where it was. It was about catering after for the reason uh, we didn't know how long it would be that way, and that was a really good call on his part. He can, Rhodes continued, I do challenge people. I wish someone, maybe from WWE, if you're out there, any of those photographers who we worked with, anyone has the actual professional photo, I would love to see it because I, did, I just have the one that was tweeted afterwards, which was taken on a cell phone, but, man, that picture was definitely, it could tell fortunes. There was something special about it. Matt Cardona posted on his Twitter account at the Matt Cardona back on December 29th, which he says, 10 years ago, I think a lot of people have seen the cell phone pick. I'll go as far as saying that it was become it has become an iconic wrestling photo. Now, not many have seen this version. Hashtag still here. And you can check out that picture on Matt Cardona's uh, Twitter account if you wish to if you wish to of course check it out. And also, and also, of course, here, uh, also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will, <clears throat> uh, if you want to check out, of course, the interview that Fight and Focus did with Cody Rhodes, I don't know if I, we will be able to actually post the video ourselves. So you can go to this story where I just read, where you can go where I just read this film. 411 mania and pull up of course that story uh, uh with, with of course the with the video of the interview that was done with uh cody rhodes if you wish to of course check that out um speaking of aew of course here ladies and gentlemen jeremy thomas posted this story here tonight as this week's edition of of a EW Dark Horse officially uh, online. AEW Dark, of course, has a 12-match card this week. The live stream is officially online. Of course, it, of course, it did kick off, of course, a couple hours ago. Uh, of course, it's on YouTube. Of course, here is, <clears throat> here is, of course, here's what the lineup was going into, of course, uh, for tonight's AEW Dark. Anna J, of course, with Tay Conti and Negative one and her took on Dream Girl Ellie. Layla Hirsch, Red Velvet, and Chris Statlander took on Renee Michelle, Sophia Castillo, and Marina Tucker. Jamie Hayter took on Maddie Renkowski. Marina Shafir took on Valentina Rossi. Tony Nice took on Alan Five Angels. The acclaimed, of course, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens took on, excuse me, Blanco Loco and Axton Ray. Bobby Fish took on Ryzen. Dante Martin on Chandler Hopkins Gun Club, Billy Austin and Colton Gunn took on Rolando Perez, Austin Green, and Donnie Primetime. Sammy Guevara took on Ho-Ho Lunn. Brian Pillman Jr. took on J.D. Drake. And Powerhouse Hobbs took on Colt Cabana. <clears throat> uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have not posted the video here yet in the, uh, in the AWS page. We will, we will get that, of course, in there on there here for you. Of course, for you to view it sometime after the show. Uh, 
Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. As AEW's Road to Dynamite and Battle of the Belts previews Championship Week. Uh, AEW has a big show. This is, of course, coming in from Jeremy Thomas. AEW has a big show on, on Wednesday as well as Battle of the Belts on Saturday. And a new Road to video previews the shows. AEW released a video on Tuesday. And, you, of course, you can check it out right here, of course, on this page. AEW Battle of the Belts. Is a one-hour special, the first of AEW's quarterly uh, TNT specials, and will air uh, will air Saturday night, of course, on the network. Dynamite, meanwhile, will make its uh, TBS debut, of course, this week. We will, we will also post this video in the AEWS page here, of course, there as well. Of course, it's of course, it's, you know, the, the one talking about the Battle of the Belts will show will, of course, have Cody Rose. Uh, pictured also, of course, Ruby Soho. Also, of course, uh, Heyman Page and Brian Danielson in one one part of it. The fourth part is Jade Cargill. Of course, you can probably tell by her, by his her looks that, that uh, Jade Cargill is really a man. And also, of course, Britt Baker still acting very, very cocky because she has done her waist, which I'm hoping that will change very, very soon. Britt Baker, in my, still my personal opinion, does not deserve it. But I choose not to, of course, answer why. That's just my personal opinion. Jeremy Thomas posted this story. It was some news coming out of Impact Wrestling. The show before the Impact is ending its Access TV run in March and also a brand new shirt featuring Alexander. The return of New Japan Pro Wrestling to Access TV in March is put an end to before the impact on the network, according to a new report. As reported earlier today, NJPW announced that they will return to the cable network on March 3rd. PW Insider reports that with NJPW's return, BTI will be coming to an end on the network. Before the impact was launched in February of last year and included a pre-show discussion of the Impact Wrestling episode to air, as well as exclusive matches. No word as of yet if the show will continue via YouTube or it was also posted for a for a live stream. Also, Impact Wrestling has released a new t-shirt for Josh Alexander. It is called the Walking Weapon shirt. Of course, there's a link. There is a link, of course, here to, uh, to shopimpact.com, of course, if you want to take a look at Josh Alexander's new t-shirt. Our next year, folks, uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here uh, tonight as Andre L. Idolo actually is teasing Ric Flair allying with him in W. In, I'm sorry, AEW. Of course, this would not be that much of a surprise. But anyway, Andrade L. Idolo has teased the possibility of an old rival coming to his aid in Ric Flair. Ellie Dolo, who distracted Darby Allen on Rampage after his match with Anthony Bowens, which allowed the acclaim to attack the former TNT champion, posted to Twitter on Tuesday to share a photo of himself and Flair from, uh, trip, uh, from uh, Triple Mania 29. Ellie Dolo wrote, Hello, kid at Darby Allen. Nice to meet you, sir, at Sting. Remember, I had many friends in the business, but just one fa- father in law, hashtag man, hashtag Ellie Dolo. Uh, so, and of course, some of his other um, 
another one he's got is at Ric Flair N A T R boy. So so apparently, ladies and gentlemen, if that if that comes to pass, we could we could be seeing something pretty we could be seeing something pretty darn big. So Jeremy Thomas posted right here <clears throat> uh, posted this story. As Brian Myers recalls pitching the uh, idea of the major wrestling figure podcast to WWE. Brian Myers recently discussed how he and Matt Cardona pitched the major wrestling figure podcast to WWE during an appearance on Vicky Guerrero's show. Myers talked about how WWE rejected the idea and discussed bonding with Cardona over their love of action figures plus more. Here are some wrestling ink. On pitching the major wrestling figure podcast at WWE, Meyer says, we tried to give the show to the WWE, but they didn't get it. We were like, you got up, up, down, down with Xavier Woods, which is a video game space that makes this company a lot of money. This is the same exact thing about wrestling figures. They basically told us to shut the F up, so we just did it on our own anyway. Thank the wrestling guys because they would have owned it today, and it's my baby. It's so special to me and the fans later. It's an unbelievable thing, and I am so grateful for it. On bonding with Cardona over their love of collecting action figures, Meyer says, when Matt and I met, it was at a, it was at wrestling school, and we were a little confrontational because we were so similar. It was an unspoken rivalry, you know, a competition. Then the thing that broke the ice was that we somehow realized we each collected wrestling figures. We were like, okay, you're 18, and you play with wrestling figures too. Me too. Okay, pretty decent icebreaker that got us going. We never stopped collecting ever. We were we 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 just weren't so outspoken about it. On their figure it out show, Meyer says so that was brought to us by a guy that we had befriended that worked in the digital department. He was he basically was like, I'll film this if you guys do it. We said okay, sure. We did it. We would literally spend our free time and money to make the show, and once it was edited up up all. It was a pretty funny people were enjoying it. We never advertised it. We never spoke of it. We never got paid for it, he claimed. God forbid we never got reimbursed for any of the outlandish outlandish purchases we did on that show. Then we were like, there's something here. So we so we wrote what we thought was a very professional email to the people that worked with the WWE network. At the time at the time it's pre-Peacock, obviously. We got back kind of a scathing email of like, this is not up to our standards, blah, blah, blah. So never be like, okay, we tried. It is what it is. On to the next thing, Meyer said. And then much later, there's a tweet. Watch, figure it out on the WWE Network. That's how the that's how lost the communication was. If you want to, of course, uh, if you have access to app, to Apple Podcaster, folks, you can of course check out the uh, the uh, uh, podcast, of course, called Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show, in which she this was actually a thing like. The day after Christmas, she interviews Brian Myers. If you wish to, of course, if you wish to, of course, check that out. Okay, let's see. Okay. Our next story here, folks. Blake Lavelle posted this story right here as CM Punk issues a challenge to Kazuchika Okada in which he says, here's my address, 
come see me. As previously noted, Kazuchika Okada competed in a hard-fought main event at Wrestle Kingdom 16 Night 1, and he set for another match at Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, but it appears that Okada may also have another future match to think about after a challenge from, challenge from another wrestling star. CM Punk took to his own challenge to Okada by giving the latter the address to the United Center in Chicago. Here's my address. Come see me. 1901 West Madison Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60612, United States, at Rainmaker X Okada, Punk wrote. Okada said in a recent interview that he would like to face both Punk and Brian Danielson before they retire. Of course, you can check out CM Punk's tweet, of course, on here that he made today, if you wish to read it, which is, at, of course, at CM Punk, if you wish to, of course, take a look at that. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here uh, tonight as AEW Rampage numbers actually dropped for New Year's Smash show. WrestleNomics Brandon Thurston has the cable ratings for last week's New Year's Smash edition of AEW Rampage. The new episode airs on Saturday, December 31st. The ratings and numbers were down from the previous week's Holiday Bash episode. The New Year's Eve episode drew an average audience of 453,000 viewers. That's down from the Holiday Bash show's audience of 589,000 viewers, which was the highest viewership for Rampage since November. AEW Rampage finished in the P1849 key demo with a 0.19 rating. The number fell from the 0.26 rating for last week. First show, Rampage ranked number 21 for cable originals on Friday night. Obviously, the Georgia versus Michigan college football game on ESPN topped the ratings viewership for Friday night with a 4.55 rating and 16.506 million viewers. The WWE SmackDown Best of 2021 shown on FS1 had an audience of 378,000 viewers. SmackDown was preempted on the Fox Network this week due to New Year's Eve programming. The Best of 2021 drew special 0.08 rating in the key demo and ranked number 58 in the cable top 150 rating. Of course, you can check out this tweet from Brandon Thurston on, on New Year's Eve. AEW Rampage on TNT was watched by 453,000 viewers and did a 0.19 P18-49 rating, ranked number 21 on Showbuzz's list. SmackDown's Best of episode preempted to FS1 due to New Year's Eve programming on Fox was watched by 3,000 people and did a 0.08 P18-49 rating, was was ranked number 58 on the same list from show from Showbuzz. So right there, that proved AEW kicked some tail, kicked WWE's tail here, of course, indeed. Blake Lavelle posted this story here. <clears throat> As Zelina Vega recalls her match being cut from WWE's September 11th MSG show, and also Vince McMahon calling to apologize. In a recent interview on Cheap Heat with Peter Rosenberg, Lena Vega discussed her match being cut from WWE's September 11th show at Madison Square Garden. Also, Vince McMahon calling to apologize to her and much more. You can hear, hear some of her comments. Zelina Vega on her match being cut from the September 11th show at MSG. Vega said, it was weird. I didn't think that this was going to be a question that would keep coming up, coming up because I didn't think it was going massive. It was such a thing, and I had no idea the kind of support I was going to get from that. 
people don't really understand that when you're doing live TV, you can't really predict certain things. You can't predict if someone is going to go overtime. If you think about it, we have times. We all know how this works. You have times. You have to hit. If you're doing a promo, you don't have anyone talking to you in your ear telling you you have a minute left. I think it was Edge and Seth Rollins. They went over. And Reigns and Brock Lesnar went over. At that time, they had both used an extra four minutes. At that time in the show, the only thing they could they could cut was our match. So it wasn't a personal thing. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, I say it because yes, it, I was upset that it broke my heart because I wanted to be a part of it. But at the same time, it's not like I knew Vince was going. I'm going to do this tour because he would never do that. By the time it did get cut, I spoke to him, and they just knew that, that it hurt me. That's what it was. <clears throat> is that they didn't uh, want want that to be the case. They just let me do 9-11 the way I needed to with my family. On Vince McMahon calling to apologize to her, Vegas says the next day Vince called me and he must have apologized 30 times. It was just him expressing how sorry he was and it wasn't personal. He was like, I know how you can see it as a personal thing, but it really wasn't. I'm so sorry. I will never do that. Let's work together and make this right and do this together. Let's be in my office on Friday. We'll talk about everything. And we did end up being something that I would have created four minutes at an MSG short show just for the sake of doing it for my dad versus not being the queen, which she shouldn't be in the first place, and being tag team champion shouldn't be that either. Not saying that's why it happened. Of course, if you want to check out, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, if you have once again have access to cat, uh, you can check out. It's the Ringer Wrestling Show, of course, uh, special uh, cheap heat uh, with Peter Rosenberg, of course, here uh, as as Lena Vega, of course, is, was being was interviewed. This was, I think, this. This interview was done, I believe, around on Christmas Eve. So if you want to, of course, check that out. If you have access to Apple Podcasts, you can, of course, check out that interview, of course, right there. But they need to really start discontinuing and pushing Zelina Vega. It's just just way too much for anybody to handle. Blake Lavelle posted this story here tonight. As Johnny Gargano, Gargano talks about on what he made the decision to leave WWE and what are his future plans in wrestling. In a recent interview on Iron On Wrestling with Gregory Iron, Johnny Gargano discussed when he made the decision to leave WWE, his future plans in wrestling, and much more. Here are some of his comments. Johnny Gargano on his accomplishments in NXT and when he made the decision to leave WWE. Johnny says, I definitely felt very complete. I felt very complete for like the past year. This wasn't a decision that came out of nowhere. This was a decision I decided a year ago. Luckily, it worked out to, to where me and Candace are having a baby. I was on the fence, but the baby really finalized my decision on what I wanted to do and how I wanted to take this time. I'm very much a guy where I could stay comfortable for a very long, long time. And again, I love NXT. The door is open. I can go back whenever I want. WWE in general, I can go back whenever I want. I really appreciate that because I'm so grateful that the company I dreamed of working for my entire life still wants me for a very long time, which is really cool. It's one of those things where I'm a competitive person, and I feel like I've climbed that mountain. There are other mountains I want to climb and other things I want to try to do, try and do, not just in wrestling, but in life in general. There are other I want to try. I've always been enamored with creating content and things like that. 
Now I have free time to try to do that. I'm very lucky to have a very loyal fan base that has followed me, continues to follow me, even though I am not in NXT and I'm doing my own thing now. On his future plans in wrestling, <clears throat> Johnny says, I'm always a never say never guy because you just don't know. But I don't, but I don't plan on it. I plan on having this break, plan on having time with the baby. On the other side of that, I'm only 34 years old. And I'm still very much in my prime. I'm hoping that this break gives me more clarity on things, but I just want to have time to be away. I've been doing this for 16 years, and I've never really been out of the bubble. When you're in the bubble, you're kind of just in it and, and going, and you don't think twice about it, only until you're you're out and are you able to decompress. You're like, wow, maybe this is what I want. I'm really happy hoping I have an epiphany like that. Like I said, never say never. Different people are contacting me all the time. You never know what opportunity is going to be the right one. You can, of course, you can, of course, uh, uh, check out, of course, this episode of Iron On Wrestling with Gregory Iron. This this this, this podcast came out from December twenty first. Once again, you can, you can if you have access to uh, Apple Podcast, you can, of course, check out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here last night. One more quick story. As we now, of course, have an official, uh, we do have an updated card for the Royal Rumble, as of course so far. WWE, WWE has an updated card for the Royal Rumble after this week's episode of Raw. Here's the full lineup right here for the show, which will take place on January 29th in St. Louis, Missouri. WWE title match Brock Lesnar will defend against Bobby Lashley. Of course, apparently Lashley won the Fatal 4-Way last night. The men's Royal Rumble match, of course, so far we know that Johnny Knoxville, Ray, both Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Austin, and Austin Theory are in it, with 24, of course, more to be announced. The women's Royal Rumble match, of course, we still have not heard about what the competitor, who the competitors are going to be. The Raw women's title match, <coughs> uh, and of course, like I said, and we'll find out, and we'll probably find out, find out about this, of course, here apparently. But the Raw Women's Title match, of course, Becky Lynch will be defending that belt against whoever won the match, of course, uh, last night between Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, or, of course, they're still calling her Dewdrop, but I'm still going to continue to call her Piper Niven. And of course, as we do know, the intergender tag team match, the Miz and Maurice, will take on Edge. Phoenix. But that's what we know of, of course, right now. But of course, when we have more updates about the about the card, we will definitely, of course, uh, <clears throat> we will of course bring that here to you. So, ladies and gentlemen, in the meantime, there you have it. There with a lot of your wrestling news and views, of course, right there. We do thank our friends at 411mania.com for, of course, uh, for of course uh, uh, for allowing us to read those stories here tonight also give kudos to our 2017 hall of fame news tag team king ice who is a, who is of course king and wo gerard t smith and the Iceman man jared d Girolamo. they bring all the news that's fit to print here in the wcws radio network and of course if the news doesn't fit they always find a way to make it fit and of course in gts's case super glue and duct tape you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination and, <clears throat> and of course that we have not to hear, of course, in the past six plus years. 
Now let's see what John has here in the first first volley of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday here report here for today, January the 4th. On this date, and of course the wrestling portion first, on this date in 1985, in the main event of the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Fuji Yoshiwara show in Japan, the team of the WWE champion Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy defeated Antonio Inoki, Kentaro Hoshino, and Tatsumi Fujinami in a six-man tag team match with Bundy pinning Hoshino. On his date in 1999, this is the night that changed both WCW and the WWF forever. WCW was scheduled to have the rematch between Kevin Nash and Goldberg for the WCW title. But Miss Elizabeth falsely stated that Goldberg was stalking her and that he had to go to jail for stalking. Meanwhile, hold Goldberg's place. Then before the WCW uh, title match started, Tony Schiavone commented this in detail. Fans, if you're even thinking about changing to our competition, fans do not. We understand Mick Foley, who one time wrestled as Cactus Jack, is going to win their world title. Ha, that's going to put butts in the seats. On Raw, Mankind lost a spot in the Royal Rumble match at Triple H after a fast three count. After the match, he locked Shane McMahon in submission hold the man in match against The Rock for the title with Vince accepting. 600,000 fans immediately changed the channels from WCW Nitro to WWF Raw. As they watched Mankind and The Rock battle for the title, Mankind has the mandible claw cinched in on The Rock, but Ken Shamrock snuck up behind and nailed Mankind with a steel chair. Billy Gunn attacked Shamrock, set up a brawl between DX and the corporation. Before the sound of Stone Cold's music played with Austin marching to the ring, his appearance since, since Rock Bob 1998, after defeating The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match, Austin entered the ring and hit The Rock with a steel chair and then pulled Mankind on top of The Rock with the referee counting the, the three, allowing Mankind to win the title, the WWF title, for the first time. Around that same time, with Mankind being announced the winner, Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash went face-to-face in the ring. They circled each other with Hogan pulling his arm back and ready to strike, but then poked Nash in the chest with Nash on the floor, and Hogan pinning Nash to win his fifth WCW title and his tenth world title overall. This, of course, would be later known as the infamous finger poke of doom. On this date in 2010, the Monday Night War reemerged very, well, very briefly. The date marked the, the hyped, anticipated debut of Hulk Hogan in TNA. The show also played host to a num- number of surprise debuts and returns, including Jeff Hardy, Sean Waltman, Shannon Moore. Sean Morley, Scotty Boys, and Orlando Jordan. This is Jeff Hardy's first TNA appearance since 05. Sean Waltman's first TNA appearance since 05 as well. Scott Hall's t- first TNA appearance since 07. Shannon Moore's TNA, per- TNA appearance since 05. The show also featured a reunion between Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and X-Pac while trying to reform the NWO, but Hogan said that it's a new time. Also, that same time in Dayton, Ohio, Monday night, all receiving the key in the ring in 1993. Hell froze over, as John puts it, when Bret Hart returned to the WWE for the very first time. In 13 years, his last WWE appearance was at the 1997 Survivor Series with the infamous Montreal Screwjob occurring. First, Bret made amends with Shawn Michaels and then tried to make amends with Vince McMahon, and it looked like they were going to, but then Vince kicked Bret below the belt. This is Bret Hart's first Raw appearance, as we said, since October. 27th, 1997. And on 
on this date, of course, last year, Raw hosts Legends Night with Goldberg issuing a challenge to Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble for the WWE title. It's also featured the final appearances of Big Show and Mark Henry as they head to AEW later in the year. And of course, we all know what they've been doing since that time. Happy 64th day to one half of the Young Stallions between 1987 and 1989. Talking about Jim Powers. Today would have been the 55th birthday, the 56th birthday, I should say, of La Parca too. And today, ladies and gentlemen, a very somber birthday as it would have been the 52nd birthday of the late Chris Canyon. Here are some pop culture history and birthdays. <sighs> On this day in 1762, the Seven Years' War, Great Britain declares war on Spain. On this day in 1780, a snowstorm hits George Washington's army at Morristown, New Jersey. On this day in 1847, Samuel Colt sells his first revolver pistol to the United States government. On this day in 1861, Fort Morgan in, in Mobile was seized by Alabama. On this day in 1862, Stonewall Jackson occupies Bath in the Romney campaign. On this day in 1865, New York Stock is first permanent headquarters at 1012 Broad Street near Wall Street in New York City. On this day in 1885, Dr. William Grant of Iowa performs his first appendectomy in America on Mary Gartside, who was age 22. On this day in 1887, Thomas Stevens is the first man to bicycle around the world. On say 1896, uh, Utah is admitted as the 45th state of the Union. On say 1903, Topsy electrocuted by her owners at Luna Park in Coney Island and is filmed by Edison Manufacturing Movie Company. Also, I think uh, also on that same day, uh, another man was also seen being electrocuted there as well, and it was, I think, J.D., on this day in 1904, Ottawa defeats Winnipeg in, in, in a Stanley Cup 2-0 for a 2-1 Challenge Series victory. On this day in 1915, first elected Jewish Governor Moses at the office in Idaho. On this day in 1935, the Jefferson National Monument is established. On this day in 1936, Billboard magazine publishes its first music hit parade. On this day in 1942, the fourth NFL All-Star Game Chicago Bears beat the NFL All-Stars 35-24. Also, on the same day, Rogers Hornsby is, a, is selected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. On, say, 1954, Elvis Presley records his first demo for Sun Records. On, say, 1957, the Dodgers buy a 44-passenger twin-engine airplane for $775,000. On, say, 1959, Mecca becomes the first craft to leave Earth's gravity. On this day, 1963, the Soviet Luna reaches Earth orbit but fails to reach the moon. On this day, 1965, President Lyndon, Bain, Lyndon B. Johnson's Great Society State of the Union Address. On this day, 1970, the Beatles performed their last recording session in Abbey Road Studios. Also, Walter Cronkite ends his hosting duties of a weekly documentary. Also on that same day, 15,000 people are killed in China after a magnitude 7.7 earthquake, and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Oakland Raiders in Oakland for the AFC title 17-7. And, of course, another, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Cleveland Browns 27-7. In, 
On this day, 1971, Veterans Stadium is dedicated. On this day, 1974, Re President Richard Nixon refuses to hand over tapes subpoenaed by the Watergate Committee. On this day, 1975, the Montreal Canadiens shut out the Washington Capitals 10-0. And the New Orleans Jazz set a then-NNBA record by scoring 20 points in the first half of a 111-89 loss in uh, John is record, not recrod. On a state 1976, the Steelers beat the Raiders 16-10 for the AFC title, and the Cowboys beat the Rams 37-7 for the NFC title. On a state in 1981, Red Right 88 trailing 14-12 Cleveland Browns attempt an end zone pass play and a game-winning field goal in the final minutes, but pass intercepted by Raiders safety Mike Davis and Oakland wins the game. On say 1982, Brian Gumbel becomes the co-host of NBC's Today Show. Chris Wallace also becomes a co-anchor of the Today Show. And the Golden Gate Bridge is closed for the third time by a fierce storm. On say 1983, the U.S. Football League holds its first player draft. Also on that same day, the Eurythmics released their breakthrough second studio album called Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. On say 1984, Edmonton, 12 to 8, highest scoring modern NHL game. Adrian Dantley ties Will Chamberlain's NBA record for most three throws made in a game by converting 28 to 29 free throws in Utah's 116 111 win over Houston at Las Vegas. On state 1986, David Robinson, of course, the Admiral, blocks a record of 14 shots. Los Angeles Rams running back Eric Dickerson scores twice as he rushes for an NFL. Preseason 148 yards in a 20 to nothing victory over the Dallas Cowboys in an NFC divisional playoff game at Anaheim, California. On say 1989, George H.W. Bush is first sitting vice president to declare himself the president of the United States. On say 1992, the eighth largest wrestling crowd, uh, NJPW Starcade, with 60,000 fans in the Tokyo Dome. Also, Robert Parrish becomes fifth player in NBA history register 200 blocks during Celtics 111-96 loss at Minnesota. Others, uh, including Kareem, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Mark Eaton, Wayne Rollins, and George Johnson. I'll say 1993, the seventh largest wrestling crowd with 63,500 people at the Tokyo Dome. 1994, 10th largest wrestling crowd at the Tokyo Dome with 58,000. I'm going to say 1995, Newt Gingrich Becomes Speaker of the House of Representatives. 1998, a massive ice storm hits eastern Canada and the northeastern United States, continues through January the 10th, and causes widespread destruction. I want to say 1999, of course, former professional wrestler Jesse Ventura is sworn in as the governor of Minnesota. On his date in 2000, the day after accepting the head coaching position at the New York Jets, Bill Belichick resigns and moves to the New England Patriots. Also, that same day, he purchases a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks in NBA franchise for $285 million from H. Ross Perot Jr. On a say in 2001, Vanilla Ice spends a night in jail after allegedly ripping out some of his wife's hair during a row. Hmm. Also, on that same day, Michael Jordan becomes the fourth player in NBA history to score 30,000 career points for the Washington Wizards. It's a three-quarter of a 
89-83 win against his old team, the Chicago Bulls. On a say 2007, Nancy Pelosi is elected as the first female Speaker of the House, and of course she still is there to this day. On this date last year, Australian bushfires death toll reaches 23 as Prime Minister Scott Morrison announces National Defense Force will be employed to help fight the more than 200 fires amid criticism of his leadership. And that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen, of course, for your wrestling and your first take of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We do thank John for bringing those to our attention. <clears throat> and we also once again want to thank 411 Mania for tonight's wrestling news and review support. 9.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. This is, of course, uh, Tuesday, January the 4th, 2022. This is episode number 1080 of WCWUS Revolution. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-pound. <clears throat> uh, like we said, uh, like we said, of course, the very first edition of Revolution, of course, of the new year. Mr. WCW US Chad Hinshaw here, as well as, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross. We do have another gentleman, of course, here standing by. Let's go ahead and go ahead and bring him well. First off, I will tell you that he is the general manager of WCW US Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook. He does bring in your daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports, of course, on both Fan Empire as well as the Entertainment Cavalcade here on Facebook. He is also, of course, a multiple-time title holder in our, and of course, WCW US's Trivia Championship Series, as well as, of course, in GSWI. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, happen to walk walk or drive down the uh, streets, of course, of his hometown of Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, and, of course, you could tell, ladies and gentlemen, that he still has the likeness of both, uh, of both Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie. Of course, you can you can definitely, of course, give him one of these. Hello, and also, ladies and gentlemen, you can of course tell how relaxed he is because, ladies and gentlemen, he is of course also doing. Hey, gotta get in a hot tub. Go make me sweat. Gotta get that hot tub. You're gonna make him wet, maybe wet. Of course, he is of course known as now the hot tub man number one. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, down in the robe here, of course, here tonight after he just took a after he just. Sat and relaxed a little bit after, of course, a long day of doing that walking up and down the street so he can get recognized. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome, of course, here to episode 1089, of course, a revolution of revolution. I will bring him in. Of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, as we did first dub him, of course, on revolution last Friday, he is, of course, the godfather of soul. I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, sir, to 1089 of revolution. Thank you very much, here, of course, here for joining us here tonight. You sound quite relaxed, of course, after being, of course, in that hot tub, of course, all day long. So, <laughs> so very nice, and of course, indeed. So, thank you here for being here with us. Uh, <coughs> go ahead and get things rolling here with our talk about last night's edition, of course, of Monday Night Raw. Uh, John does have a couple things he wishes to say about it. I'm going to go ahead and read that first. First off here is uh, Chris is from John, ladies and gentlemen, saying Raw was a meh show. He's not sure. He's not surprised that Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are reunited, but he is glad that fi- that finally we're going to 
see the match that should have happened three or four years ago because it's long overdue because now it's going to be Brock versus Lashley at the Rumble. Uh, so it's been long overdue that Brock versus Lashley at the Rumble is a probability. John, for one, smells a setup. He smells that if Roman is cleared at the Rumble, he's probably going to cost Brock the belt with Heyman, and that would give Brock an advantage to go into the men's where match good point or of course face Roman at WrestleMania offers for the uh, universal title also John says uh John says that's his whole take on what happened on Raw last night but like he said Lesnar versus Lashley is was definitely long overdue now let's go ahead and see what Justin has to say here about last night's edition of course of Monday Night Raw of course the very first Raw of 2022. Justin, let's hear your take on some of the things that happened last night. Okay. Wow. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with John what he said, but you know, um, I mean, it's really um, okay. Even though they um, it's really stupid for um, uh, I know that Roman Reigns has the COVID nineteen, but it really doesn't make sense for for um, for um um. Roman for Roman for um brought Lesnar to be back with Paul Heyman. No, I think I you know I think I might have to agree with John. You know, I think the reason why they, they um Paul Heyman is back with brought Lesnar because they're trying to set because because they're trying to set they're, they're trying to set up Brock. They're trying to um toss Brock the um, WWE title and um trying to they're trying to make brought Lesnar they're trying to um make Roman interfere in the match. Screw Brock out of the WWE title and give it back to Bobby Lashley in line with Paul Heyman, and, and, I, and I'm going to realize that was that um, John JD was right along because they're trying because they're trying to and the USO yeah because remember I said that the USOs I said one time that the USOs are are are, are that that, that Brock Lesnar getting set up because the USO because um the Rome um Rome, um Lesnar, because Paul Heyman and the Usos and Roman are trying to set up Brock Lesnar, because because we well because um because I think um we all know Paul Roman didn't really fire Paul Heyman. We all know that that attack that attack that Paul Heyman gave was just a ruse, and all and that and that and that, and that um that his retirement was just 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 all a lie, just to set up Brock Lesnar to cost um cost um Roman. I mean, Brock Lesnar, the WWE time, give it to Brock, um, Lashley, you know. And so that means that's, that, 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 you know, if that, that happens, that means that it's official at WrestleMania 38, Roman versus Brock for the Universal title. And, um, you know, last night's Raw was just, was terrible. I mean, um, I mean, they really book, book that crap. I mean, I hate how, I mean, with this, they give the, the 24 7 title to, um, Dana Brooke, and she does not deserve, I mean, I mean, they, they didn't get rid of that 24/7 title. I mean, with Reggie and the stupid and the booking with uh with um with Tamina and um our truth. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, I just heard saw saw um another lot another lot lost um another lost for the tag team match um Nikki Ash and Ray Ripley against Carmella and Queen Zelina. They gave, they got another loss by them. They booked the same crap. And I have to, and I have to, um, I have to agree with Dujop what he said, what she said to um, Adam Pierce and uh, um, Sonya Deville. I mean, 
she sh- I mean, Dujar Rush, she should get a title, title opportunity. And, um, you know, and, and I just saw a promo by Alexa Bliss, but Alexa Bliss coming back in. And somebody say that she that she might um that she that um she needs to take that um Roman's title off from Becky Lynch. I mean, no way, no way Becky Lynch will, will um no way Alexa Bliss will um Alexa Bliss cannot beat Becky Lynch. I hope and I hope Alexa Bliss. I mean, if Alexa Bliss does win the Royal Rumble and faces um Becky for the Roman's title, that'll be stupid. I mean, Becky Lynch. I mean, Rob, I mean, that'll, that'll be. I'll say no, no way. There's no way, in my opinion, that uh. Lex Bliss can beat um, um, Becky for Roman cycles. Um, I mean, let me let me remind you this. Let me remind you that um, Lex Bliss started this feud first. It was like it was like four, uh, uh, five years, like five years ago. She started this feud first with Becky at TLC for two things. A at TLC 2016, she um, um, Alexa Bliss. Um, she cheat beat um. She beat um, she, um, Alexa Sharp Becky for the uh, SmackDown Women's title. That and and B, she had Mickey James interfere in the matches to cost make sure that Becky Lynch will never be the SmackDown Women's champion again. But I was told that um, um, that by JD that he has to disagree because it was stupid booking by Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I might have to agree. I might have to agree, agree on that one too, but but still, but I have to agree on JD, JD on that one too, but but still, but still, it, it but still, um, it um, it's um, but still, um, Becky, um, um, Alexa Bliss started this feud first, with Becky. I mean, all I say is that, uh, and and um, I saw saw that um, like the main event, Bobby Lash. Bob Lashley, um, the, um, the four, the, it was like a four-way, four um, men, fail four-way to see who will face, um, Bob Lesnar for the um WWE title. And Bobby Lashley won, and and that match should have happened long, as long ago as it should have been happening a long time ago. And um, it really, I mean, I feel real sorry for Big E. He really, I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, uh, uh it, it was just just terrible raw. And um, Bruce Pritchard. I mean, they, last night that Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, People Power, John Lennon, Nick Khan, Kevin Dunn. They 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 don't know what they're doing. They raised like four or five or something. I mean, for for that for for um, to write something big, and it and it was, it was just terrible, just terrible, terrible. And um, Rock versus and um, all I like to say is that uh. At Royal Rumble, there'll be there'll be um, I know that Roman Reigns might interfere, interfere to cost um, Brock Lesnar the the the, the, Robin, the WWE title and and um and and it will be Bobby Lashley be the winner and um it will just main the main of um. I, I know, I know. It, this it was just garbage. I mean, what else? Um, I, I mean, um, I say, I say, I didn't like like it like it last night. I mean, in Bobby versus I, I, I know. I mean, 
um and, and I know and I saw in Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan and and I don't know, just got just terrible. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Good good thought good good thoughts and opinions right there. Uh <clears throat> indeed there gentlemen, thank you of course very much here. Let's bring you this one more time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh one six oh five five six two zero four 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 caller ID. Uh, 138055-POUND. Of course, this is Tuesday, January the 4th, 2022, episode 1089 of WCWS Revolution. Uh, it is now at, we're at the 10 o'clock hour. Of course, Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw here with you tonight. As Of course, alongside the Superplex, John Gross, and the Soul Man. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming here with you here, of course, here this evening. Let's give you a quick preview as to what will be taking place tomorrow night, of course, here in the radio network. First off, of course, tomorrow night at 6.30, do not forget our first edition of Outside the Ropes of the, of the New Year, 141387-pound. I'll be on to bring you your latest pop culture uh, pop culture stories, of course, courtesy of 411 Mania. To bring you, of course, your pop culture uh, history and birthdays. And also to get you ready for tomorrow night's edition, of course, of Revolution. I'll be bringing you, of course, some wrestling news tidbits, also courtesy of 411 Mania. Be sure to, of course, listen in on that, of course, tomorrow night, starting at 6.30, of course, right here on Talk Shoot. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget episode number 1090 of WCWS Revolution, of course, 138055-pound, as I'll be on bringing you, of course, the latest uh, wrestling news courtesy of 411 Mania. <clears throat> uh, John and Justin will be on to bring you, of course, tomorrow night's uh, 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 wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We will, of course, talk about what will happen, what uh, some of the events for tonight's edition of NXT. Also, of course, talk about some uh, highlights, some some results, some results that do come in, of course, from for tomorrow night's uh, TBS debut. You might, and also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about the SmackDown portion. Of of course uh, WWE's day one pay per view from Saturday. Be sure to listen in, of course, on all that tomorrow night starting at nine. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound. Of course, all part right here of the WCWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. While we have a couple of moments here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we hope to hear from some more folks, including the Iceman Jared Geronimo. He's not sneaking over. If he's not sneaking on a plane to Indianapolis to get in Justin's hot tub. I'm not sure if he is or not, but I mean, you never, you never know with JD sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, of course, Justin will have to buy you a cover for that, and make sure that, uh, and put a lock on to make sure that Justin, this or that JD won't get into it every time you're, every time you're not using it. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll go and point out a couple of quick. Uh, we'll go ahead and point out a couple of quick things. Just uh, talking about Facebook here, of course, I'm sure a lot of people have noticed here. I'm sure Justin, of course, obviously being one of them, that yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, I have started another group in the WCWUS stable of groups, of course, on Facebook. Of course, as some people ha- did know, of course, I did have some difficulties several weeks ago with my Facebook situation. Unfortunately, it resulted in me trying to 
unfortunately I had to I had to start a brand new account but that also did in the process ladies and gentlemen is that I did not I did not issue any more admin positions in several of my groups or several in several of the of the of WC, w, uh, I'll talk in a minute in several of WCWS's groups on Facebook therefore it kind of limited me with my new account as to what I could post on that group so unfortunately two of those groups of course made, I'm still working ladies on to try to get my original account up and going I have not given up on that one yet I'm still working on figuring out a way to do that uh but in the meantime here folks uh two of those groups that i'm not able to of course do anything with right now at this time are the groups known as the video game preservation society and the wcw us location of animation page so ladies and gentlemen of course before mr wcw us went to went to rest and slumber uh <clears throat> Uh, I kind of combined elements from what you would see in the Video Game Preservation Society and the Location of Animation Facebook pages. As you know, both pages contained, of course, classic video games, like arcade games and games for, of course, your home systems and all. And also, of course, Location of Animation featured a lot of old classic cartoons. You know, dating back from the times of, say, Looney Tunes and Popeye and Tom and Jerry to, of course, some of your big-time action cartoons from, from the 1980s. I've kind of combined elements from both of that into one group, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure, like I said, as I said, Justin, I'm sure we have actually just kind of noticed that I did this last night. That group is entitled the WCW US Classic Fun festival and basically what that is ladies and gentlemen you will see videos of of course classic cartoons and classic video game footage of course all wrapped into one uh, we are still working on trying to get the video game preservation society and location of animation facebook page going. but about until we're able to of course establish that so a lot of folks like to enjoy a lot of classic stuff here a lot of stuff a lot of people don't like a lot of the new stuff that's out there now they like to go back and reminisce and so i put this together here ladies and gentlemen with more that will be added on here of course they're hopefully here very very soon uh <clears throat> but if you wish of course visit of course uh visit the uh visit this new group of course here folks you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS Fun Festival. And you can go back, and of course, you'll see a picture, the main picture, of course, featuring, of course, uh, characters from, and if you really think about it, uh, they did cartoons based upon several old video games. Uh, um, and 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 the and the and the main picture on the page, of course, like it symbolizes this. They did do a cartoon a long time ago based on the video game Pac-Man. If you remember that, they did do a cartoon based upon the Nintendo character Do Donkey Kong, 
And yes, they did do a cartoon back in the 80s, of course, based on the video game pole position. And that's basically what the three uh, little pictures that you see, of course, in the um, on on the on, on the main pictures right there. So so uh, so that's that's kind of combined in a sense, combining both the elements of, of course, basically what we're what we are, of course, are advertising, of course, in here. Uh, and of course, like I said, to give you a brief description, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> uh, of what this group is about. By combining the LGCWS Entertainment Group's Video Game Preservation Society and Location of Animation, you get the best of both worlds, classic video games and animation from the past. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, it's always free at the fun festival. So like I said here, if you get bored and looking at a lot of stuff that's on there today, and I'm sure, Justin, you would like to possibly, um, I know that, that you may be a little bit a little bit too young, probably remember a lot of this. Just in case you'd like to see what it was like, this is a great way to go back and uh, and take a look at some of that. And uh, I think you this is one you definitely would uh, enjoy. Right. Big time. So, and I'll, I'll be adding a few, I'll be adding a bunch more stuff on there. Don't get me wrong. I, I definitely will. But I, this, I just want to, I just want to get this off the ground here. Of course, here, folks, uh, just to let everybody know that, uh, <clears throat> that, of course, um, um, that we weren't going to let any of our groups, of course, here, um, we weren't going to let any, we weren't going to let any of our groups here fade off of course there in any sense of the word word and all uh, so we wanted to definitely of course uh, uh let you know that of course that that is one thing we definitely of course here care about we definitely want to make sure that uh <clears throat> that we uh that we continue to uh that we of course continue to of course think of, remember of course a lot of things that happened of course here in the past and what better way of doing that of course, that then, then to do, of course, uh, this page right here. So definitely check that out here, of course, here today, folks, if you wish to, of course, do so. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead while we're while we're on there. Let's go ahead and move over to the pay-per-view prediction center third wave Facebook page. Of course, if you remember Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS PTC third wave. Uh, of course, as you know, we do have, of course, two matches here. Two, two, obviously, two, obviously, of course, here. Uh, <clears throat> um, um, that we we do have, of course, two matches here. Uh, uh, to talk about here as well. Uh, first off, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, the AWS Holiday Bash Championship. Of course, John has defended it in a triple threat match. Of course, it is, it is John versus both Justin Carter and Sandy Hardy. Currently, Justin and Sandy do not have any votes here, of course, on it as, at all. John currently has five votes. So, like I said, there's still plenty of time to vote. Of course, there are folks who have not answered yet. Be sure to, of course, like I say, get your votes in today, as, of course, there, there's still plenty of time, of course, to do that before Friday. Also, of course, our severe seven-way 
to determine the new WWUS Day 1 and AEWS New Year's Smash uh, title holders. Uh, currently, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Byron J. Brain currently leads that right now with four votes. John Corse is in second with votes. And there is a tie between Mid Patel and Jared Thornton with one vote each. Uh, but I will go ahead and point out that you, Justin, as well as JD, and also Derek Froment, Froman, or whatever, however he pronounces his name, uh, has not received any votes at all. So hopefully, like I said, uh, like I said, you still have plenty of time here, folks, to get your votes in. Here, here, of course, and of course, like I said, um, you know, Justin, I would definitely recommend, of course, putting the word out there, you know, about getting to help you get you get you some votes in, of course, in here as well. So, like I said, you happen to, of course, like I said, Friday is when I will name the name the winners. Of course, keep in mind here that the highest number of votes will receive the WCW US Day One Championship, and the second place will pick up the AEW US Smash Championship, and the remaining five. Uh, uh, Competitors will definitely receive opportunities, of course, uh, for for the for these titles. So be sure to, of course, get get your hand, get your opportunity, of course, here uh, at 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 uh, <clears throat> at either, of course, one of these belts or an opportunity for a future title shot sometime down the road. One six zero five five six two zero four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is, t- is is now officially 10, 15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is, <clears throat> it is of course, Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. WCWS Revolution episode, of course, 1089. Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw here, as well as the human suplex machine, John Gross, and, of course, the godfather of soul, Justin Lewis. John has provided us an update here, of course, concerning the NXT New Year's Evil show. As uh, officially, um, John has has been able to confirm that Braun Breaker, the son of legendary superstar Rick Steiner and the nephew of Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner, has now become <clears throat> the brand new NXT champion. Apparently, he was able to defeat Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, John, do we? In addition, of course, we did say that Carmelo Hayes did get by Roderick Strong. Of course, not only Carmelo Hayes holding on to the North American title, but of course, of course, by defeating Roderick Strong, he has picked up also the Cruiserweight title. And of course, they're talking about combining these two belts uh, as the they're going to possibly call it the NXT North American Cruiserweight title, uh, which is going to be very, very interesting here, of course, in itself. Uh, but of course, the, I have not heard if uh, I have not heard anything. I don't know if any of did any of the ladies wrestle at this event tonight. Does anybody know about that? Uh, uh, let me. Uh, John, do you know if any of the lady, any of the female wrestlers, wrestled at New Year's Evil tonight? To your knowledge, 
Uh, how did that match go, John? Okay. Who? Um, <clears throat> how did how did that match go? So unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, Mandy Rose retained the NXT Women's title in a triple threat involving the former champion Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade. John, did Mandy did Mandy Rose have have help from her uh, teammates in Toxic Attraction to pick up that win? John does not think that was the case. Okay. Of course, I don't think to anybody here, I don't think that would really surprise anyone if that was the case. But uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we still have not heard anything at all from the Ice Mirolamo here, of course, as of yet. Uh, unless, of course, something has, hopefully, nothing has happened. Uh, <clears throat> Now, of course, now of course, the only thing that could be going on that could be delaying his, delaying his arrival, he actually could be in his bedroom getting it on with his girlfriend. So I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but um, but of course, we're just only kidding. But uh, But uh, nevertheless, here, folks, uh, while we continue to wait, of course, on JD, uh, John, John, and Justin, let's go ahead and let's get. Uh, we're going to go ahead and um, we're going to go ahead and start a discussion <clears throat> of of WWE Day One here tonight. Uh, first, of course, bring by uh, of course first talking about the. Uh, Talking about the uh, uh, the the raw matches here, and I believe there were like four four of the seven matches that took place Saturday night were from Raw. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about this right here. Uh, first off, here of course the Raw tag team title match in 11 minutes 15 seconds. RK Bro uh, retained the belts over the Street Profits. Uh, uh, John, Justin, what was your take on the Raw Tag Team title match this past Saturday at day one? That was okay. And saying the same thing. Okay. <clears throat> Our next one here, which was actually the longest match night at an even 20 minutes. We saw the Edge defeat the, the Miz by pinfall. Of course, an uh, extra special surprise for the Miz. I mean, as Edge's uh, wife, of course, Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix, came came in, of course, chased off, and of course, obviously chased off, uh, ch <clears throat> chased off Mar uh, Maurice. Um, John says here this was a great match. Loved Edge's entrance, and also carrying the interference from Maurice. Justin, your thoughts here about Edge defeating the Miz at Day One? That was okay. That was epic. I was seeing Beth Phoenix in there. I have to admit, though, I kind of liked. Uh, and I saw a picture of this. Uh, Beth Phoenix's hairdo looked kind of interesting uh, Saturday night. 
I will have to admit that the, that Edge's entrance, of course, doing the old using the old brood theme, I thought that was really cool. I will give him that. That's that's what you call reminiscing right there. So, <clears throat> but of course, next here the second highest. No, I'm sorry, the third highest match of the night here, ladies and gentlemen, was at an even 17 minutes. As yes, unfortunately, Becky Lynch did get by. Uh, live to, of course, hold on to the Raw Women's Title. Uh, John said this was, that was a good, good women's match. Of course, right there. Uh, Justin, your thoughts about the Raw Women's Match at Day One Women's Title Match? I'm gonna say. Uh... That was all right, but I feel sorry for Liv. I, but I, I'm still a big Lynch fan. Okay, well, I mean, there's a lot of people that are still going to probably be long-term fans of her. I mean, we're just not. As I've often said, I may be a fan of a certain particular wrestler's abilities and what they can do in the ring, but there's a lot of them that I really don't like their attitude. I don't really like the way what they're what they're doing. Uh, <clears throat> they're acting like that they're all hot snot. So I mean, but, uh, but I, would have I to agree. Do, but, thank you, thank you very much. Okay, but uh, very good point indeed, there, Justin. Uh, and of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the one of the most un- unexpected things, that, of course, that did take place. In eight minutes and twenty-five seconds, which is, believe it or not, the the shortest match of the whole night, which ter- was originally scheduled to be a fatal four-way for the WWE title, with Big E, Seth Rollins, KO, and Bobby Lashley, it turned out, of course, to become it became a fatal five-way. Of course, obviously, here with the fact that uh, that Brock Lesnar was added to it because, of course, it was announced that or it was announced before the show. That Roman Reigns had had of course uh, picked up uh, somewhere he picked up the infamous uh, virus. So unfortunately, Brock was in Atlanta. He came there to wrestle and wrestle for a title, and apparently they worked it out to where Brock was able to get by Big E, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and yes, even Bobby Lashley to pick up the the pick up the WWE title. Uh, John, Justin, your take, of course, on the uh, on this match here, and of course, <clears throat> what if happened? John says, in his personal opinion, it was a stupid move by Vince. Anything else about that? Anything else about it there, John, in your opinion? Roman getting the virus, of course. Or made made this move, of course, at the last minute. Of course, but 
of course, thank you, John. We thank you for that for that thought for this thought. Your thoughts, Justin. Your thoughts about, of course, Brock Lesnar unexpectedly being added on to the big match for the WWE title and winning the title at day one. Um, I'm uh um agree with John. Okay. All right. Okay, gentlemen here. Thank you very much. And I do believe we have someone now being <clears throat> standing by here. I will go ahead and bring him in here now. Let's go ahead. I will do, of course, the proper introduction. He is, of course, a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the broadcast team for both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and Sports Machine on Friday afternoons right here, of course, on Talk Shoe. He is a multiple-time title holder <clears throat> in both WCW, US, and NWI. He is also, of course, of course, hails from the great city and state of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where he does tell it like it is here, ladies and gentlemen, in the world here of wrestling, entertainment, sports, and everything else of that nature. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, just like he did in 2021, he will definitely prove in 2022 that he can still, of course, tell like it is and all that, and I have to worry about wearing a pair of pants. But hope he does not steal Justin's hot tub in order to prove it either. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring in here, of course, here right now, as we said, Haley from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know him simply as JD, ladies and gentlemen, but of course, his real name is the one and the only, the Iceman. Jared D. Girolamo, J.D., we welcome you, sir, to episode 1089 of Revolution. Thank you, of course, here for being here uh, with us here. And obviously, before, of course, I let you I'll let you get started, I know you do have definitely have a whole lot on your plate. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, so, so what we're going to folks here in the last little bit here, I will get, of course, J.D.'s thoughts about, of course, the four matches from Raw here, of course, here tonight. But while, of course, he gets anything, everything else, of course, off his chest beforehand, I will personally have to step away for just one second. I'll let him, of course, take the floor with a couple of little things that he wanted to add to get off, get off his chest here as well, including some stuff that I may have already mentioned. But, of course, he's just simply just reiterating it as we all. So with that, with that in mind here, folks, let's go ahead and turn it right here to J.D. for just a quick second. And I'll be right back, of course, here to join to rejoin JD, John, and Justin here on episode 1089 of Revolution. JD, take it away. I will return momentarily. Okay. Well, these are the matches we saw tonight on AEW Dark. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Colt Boom Boom Cabana, JD Drake versus Brian Pillman Jr., Ho Ho Lun versus Sammy Guevara, Alan Five Angels versus Tony Nice, Dream Girl Ellie versus Anna J. Layla Hirsch, Castella Randall versus Renee Michelle, Sophia Castillo, and Marina Tucker. Jamie Hayter versus Matty Brankowski. Valentina Rossi versus Marina Shafir, formerly of Ronda Rousey's stable. Bobby Fish versus Ryzen. Blanco Loco and Axton Ray versus the acclaimed Max Castro and Ask Clown Anthony Bowens. Sheila Hopkins versus Dante Martin. And Rolando Perez, Austin Green, Donnie Primetime versus the gun club of Billy Austin and Colton Gunn. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, if you will, however, the Rampage viewership power took a little bit of a hit this week, if you will, going down to 453,000. They finished the night in 18-49 demo, 21st with a .19 rating after doing a 2.26, however, in the same demo, Christmas night. Meanwhile, however, as you know, however, tonight was a very interesting night, however, if you will, however, at NXT 2.0. 
That being said, here is what we've got to report as far as that goes. The Cruiserweight Championship, Roderick Strong with the Diamond Line vs. NXT North American Champion Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams in the Championship Unification Belt saw Carmelo Hayes defeat Roderick Strong to become the Unified World's Heavyweight Champion. That being said, however, one has to wonder if this will be the last appearance of Roderick Strong, however, or he will get a rematch at some point down the road. Meanwhile, however, we saw also, however, Imperium of Walter making his USA debut tonight, along with Marcel Barthel and Fabian Eichner against Wesley and Ash Carter, MSK, and of course the bro-man and the shaman himself, Matt Riddle. Riddle and MSK defeated Imperium, surprisingly, however, with the win here, as this was a mild surprise. Meanwhile, however, we also understand that next week, however, we will have some matches to talk about, however, if you will, how including AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller, Zion Quinn versus Hunter's Escobar, and Pete Dunne versus Tony D'Angelo in a crowbar and a pole match. Gee, I wonder who's booking this match, these matches. Probably Vince Russo. Meanwhile, Mandy Rose defeated Corey Jane and Raquel Gonzalez by pinfall, if you will, Howard to retain the NXT Women's Championship. And yes, folks, in our main event, Howard Tommaso Champion versus Braun Breaker did take place, however, if you will. As a result, we now have a new NXT World Champion as Braun Breaker won with the Steiner Recliner. Yes, what is this? WCW 1998-1999 here. As a result, Champa tapped out for the loss, however, if you will, however. Overall, not a bad show for uh, 2.0, however, tonight. But again, I was a little surprised at what we saw. Now, tomorrow night, of course, on AEW, however, we are set to have an awesome, awesome night of action, however, that is going to be very entertaining, if you will. As a result, these are the matches that you will see coming up, of course, tomorrow night, however, on Dynamite, however, on the premiere show, if you will. It will be the second installment of the feud between Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho versus Chad's favorite person, the man Jade Cargo with Spartass Mark Sterling. Malachi Black, the monster, if you will, looking to cause mayhem wherever he goes, takes on Brian Pillman Jr. And Penta El Zero Mio and Ray Fenix, the Lucha Bros with Alex Abernathy's, will take on Jungle Boy, Christian, and Luchasaurus for the AW Tag Team titles. In addition to that, however, Michelle and Danny's perfect person, Moore and Jackass Fool, will be competing as well. Meanwhile, however, in addition to that, coming up Friday night, however, already one match has been signed for Rampage, if you will, and here is the match. Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz will take on 2.0 of Matt Lee, Jeff Parker, and douchebag Daniel Garcia in a no-holds-barred, no-DQ, no-time-limit type of match. Meanwhile, two matches have already been signed for Saturday night, if you will, at the Bojangles Coliseum, however, for the Battle of the Belts, if you will. Dr. Britt Baker, with her friends Jamie Hayter, and, of course, Reba Rebel, if you will, will show her bitchy ways against the firecracker Japanese upstart Riho, if you will. And Cody Rhodes will defend his title against Sammy, 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 Sammy Guevara, as Sammy is demanding a rematch after what happened Christmas night, if you will, however. And as a result, those two will go at it, if you will, coming up, if you will, believe it or not, later on this coming Saturday. So, needless to say, it'll be very, very interesting. Now, some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we can tell you there is one bowl game going on tonight between LSU and Kansas in the Texas Bowl. Right now, however, Kansas State is leading currently at the half 21-7. to 7. 
Meanwhile, last night was a very emotional night in Pittsburgh, if you will, as Big Ben Roethlisberger went out on top power in his final home game. Despite not having a great night, however, in passing for only 100 yards, Najee Harris had his best night as a Steeler to date, rushing for a buck 90 and a score, however. The Steelers, however, were up 10 nothing at halftime and held on to win 26-14. to Baker Mayfield was sacked a season-high nine times in the game and did not have one of his better nights, going 16-38 for a buck 40. With the win, the Steelers are inching closer to the players and now need some help along the way. With this loss, the Browns, of course, are done for the season. Now, as you know, Week 18 should be very interesting coming up in the NFL this week, and among the games we will see are some doozies this week. Saturday night, of course, we will see a double dip begin, obviously, of course, beginning on Saturday afternoon when Kansas City travels off to Denver. Dallas, meanwhile, will be playing the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia, obviously, which is where Monday Night Raw will be coming up next Monday night, of course, this Saturday at the link. In addition to that, the Eagles have reported that 12 players, including possibly their star players Dallas Goddard and Fletcher Cox, have tested positive of COVID-19. As a result, they may not play on Saturday, and so the Eagles will be out a good bit of their lineup on Saturday. Now, as far as game Sunday goes, here are the games you will see Sunday. The Battle of Ohio, O-H-I-O, will take place between Cincinnati and Cleveland. Cincy, who clinched the division last week, will play at Cleveland. Green Bay, of course, who beat Minnesota last Sunday night against Minnesota, a frigid cold Green Bay, however, will travel to Detroit. Shad's boys, meanwhile, however, have a certain date with Carol travel down to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks, who earlier this week we all know what happened with a certain person, an ex-Mr. Uh, Big Chest, if you will, and former Pittsburgh Steelers of Antonio Brown. Justin's neck of the woods, meanwhile, will travel to Jacksonville and could clinch a playoff spot, knocking Pittsburgh out of the playoffs, but Jacksonville could help out Pittsburgh if they can beat Indy. My boys, however, have a date with Baltimore, John's boys will be traveling up to Shaq's neck of the woods to play the G-Man of New York. And in prime time, of course, which was supposed to be originally a 4 o'clock game, now has been pushed to 8.30. It will be the Los Angeles Chargers fighting for their playoff hopes against the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr, who could be playing his last game as a Raider coming up this Sunday in Sin City. Thank you very much here, of course, here, uh, J.D. Uh, just now coming back in, of course, here under the wire here An announcement of course here from john he was want to point out here that uh that starting this sunday uh his way he's calling the gswi the january championship challenge tour but of course uh talking about the battle of the belts uh show of course uh, um, coming up here uh, this sunday so we will definitely of course be looking forward to that thank you very much here of course john for that and now go ahead let's go ahead of course here and get you of course uh, your thoughts here about now we're just talking about the matches representing raw from day one of course here on saturday let's go ahead and run it through here of course here again in 11 now, minutes I will give you 15, my, now i will give you quickly i want to tell you all my thoughts about uh raw tomorrow night however if you will possibly if not early okay. thursday night however so i'm going to say actually early Thursday night, because tomorrow night we're going to talk a lot about the debut show of AEW and TBS, and I can say tomorrow night in Newark, New Jersey, it is going to be a very, very good show, I feel. Okay. All right, so J.D. will bring his thoughts about Raw and, of course, here on Thursday night's edition of Wolfpack here. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, 
and and of course justin uh will i'll need that while we have jd here i'll need to also we need, we'll need to also ask you something we did bring up of course here on we did bring up on raw radio of course yesterday that i need to of course bring to your attention so as soon as jd runs through his thoughts about the raw matches from day one i will ask you that i will ask you of course that question uh first off here jd of course like i said representing raw here in 11 minutes and 15 seconds we saw rk bro get by the street profits to hold on to the raw tag team titles well let's just say i mean we've seen these guys uh four teams i mean literally fight one another over and over again however i mean rk bro is just really getting stale more and more by the week however it's just it's not funny anymore it's not amusing anymore i'm not getting a chuckle out of it and i wish orton would slay out this uh poor schlub if you ask me however i mean we've seen what he's done obviously what's been happening of course on nxt as well as the guru to msk wesley and nash carter i just don't know what's going on as far as that goes but still that being said it just Enough is enough, seriously. Enough is enough with this crap. I mean, overall, however, I mean, the Street Profits, I mean, are, have got to turn heel, in my opinion. I mean, right now, they've got to come up with a better idea with them, if you ask me. And it's just, I don't know. It's just really, really fine. They've got to find a way to uh, just change it up a little bit, if you ask me. Now, whether or not Orton attacks Orton uh, Brittle and sets up a feud, with him down the road, possibly, that remains to be seen. And I could see that happening at this point. But the question is, when is it going to happen? We really don't know at this point. Your guess is as good as mine. But right now, I think they've got to come up with something. And they've got to come up with something really, really soon. Certainly. Indeed. Okay. Our next matchup here, which was the longest match of the entire pay-per-view, in even 20 minutes, of course, we saw Edge get by the Miz. And, of course, we saw the new look of Beth Phoenix, which was very unusual when you think about it. It looked like she was like a vampire almost or something very mysterious and creepy. And this was uh, really funky, if you ask me. Uh, I guess, what do they always say? Turnabout's fair play, don't they? I guess Miz found out, however, that basically after running your mouth for so long and finding a way to basically slap uh, everyone across the face and just laugh at... Uh, Edge's expense and make fun of Beth Phoenix and that, however. Well, what happened to you, Mizzy? Oh, that's right, you stupid Cleveland little cock clown. Or should I say, little shit. You got beat at your own game. And so, like I said, what do they always say? Turnabout's fair play? Yeah, I guess uh, turnabout is fair play, however. And you found out, however, very quickly, however, that basically the radar superstar still might may not have enough in the tank, however, and he's still trying to give it his all. But at the end, however... I think he showed that he has a little more brain power than you. And on this night, how he showed you and Maurice, how are, at least for the time being, of course, we all saw them announce a match, obviously, with the two, four of them at the Rumble, which I don't know why they continue this feud, if you ask me. I just, I really don't understand that at all. But anyway, that's beside the point. Overall, however, this wasn't a bad match, but it was a little too long, if you ask me. They could have cut out some of the time on this, if you ask me, and just, I don't know. It is what it is, you know. Okay. And now our next one was the third longest match of the night. Of course, I'm sure, J.D., you were very, very happy to probably see this. And even 17 minutes, of course, Becky Lynch retained the Raw Women's Belt over Liv Morgan. This was pretty good. I mean, obviously, Becky did survive this, however, and 
Liv brought her A game. I mean, she definitely gave Becky all she could handle. And I thought this was one of the most, more, a lot of people say this was not a great match and this was a bore fest and had, it was the same old, same old, you know. But there were some good things on both ends. However, obviously, Becky still survived, as we all know. However, uh, whether or not Liv gets in our crack at that belt, it remains to be seen. Now, we know that Liv obviously will be taking on Bianca Belair and Dewdrop, which I don't know why they're involving her. Uh, next Monday night, Philadelphia, the scene is the championship game in Justin's neck of the woods in Indy. But, yeah, I mean, this wasn't too bad. But, yeah, Becky once again showed how her arrogance, showed her pompous attitude. How, and, yeah, you may not like it. You may not uh, think it's uh, really, uh, let's just say, up to, uh, let's just say everyone's cup of tea, if you want to use the term loosely. But guess what? Becky is showing once again how that... Uh, if you want to hang with the best, how you got to beat the best. And right now, who's going to stop Becky in her tracks? Could it be Oscar? Could it be Little Miss Bliss, who we're going to see back for the first time in four months, surprisingly, next week? Could it be Bianca, maybe at the Rumble? And uh, if not one of those three, then who? You know, could they bring someone up from NXT? Maybe, possibly, like maybe uh, like uh, a Dakota Kai or Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, possibly, maybe even someone like Mandy Rose. I don't know. Right now, someone. Prove me wrong at this point. Who can stop Becky? Because, I mean, I don't want to see, obviously, a stupid little blonde-ass bitch-ass twat that we all know as simply Charlotte the Clown Flair. I'm hoping to God that is not the case here and they don't go back to that well. Because we've seen that well done too many times over and over and over and over and over and dare I say over again. Seriously. I don't know. It's just... At this point, your guess is good as mine. They've got to come up with something, however, new and fresh. Like I said, with Alexa returning, however, it's a start. I will say that, however. And like mm-hmm. I said, sure. I don't know. It's just, I don't know what they're going to do. All but right. uh, we'll have to wait oh, what happens. Definitely a very good, valid point indeed. And now, of course, the one here that I'm sure that's still... Still, of course, all the hype here, of course, obviously, since it happened here. Uh, of course, as you know, originally scheduled to be a fatal four-way match with the WWE title involving Big E, Seth Rollins, KO, and Bobby Lashley. Of course, got a little bit more off the wall here it went after the news, of course, broke that Roman Reigns developed the virus. Uh, Brock Lesnar added into this. Of course, obviously, Brock Lesnar ended up coming out, surprisingly enough, as the overall victor of all this uh, uh, and is now currently standing as the WWE champion. What's that? The WWE title match. What about Soya and Inkit? What, what is? What did you say? You're you're saying something. The, I didn't hear you. What you said? No, what I said. What I said was. Well, I was, I was talking about the, I was talking about the match with the WWE title where Brock Lesnar was added on because of the deal with Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar ended up winning the belt. What is your thoughts about this match? Well, all Wake I up, can Gene. say about, sorry. <laughs> well, okay. all I can say about, yeah, all I can say about this Roman thing. I mean, this has been very interesting. I mean, this has been very, very interesting to watch. I mean. A lot of people think, however, that Roman basically did this just to get sympathy and to get pity points and everything like that. Now, I have heard reports say that is 
some people are saying that could be the case. Some people are saying that might not be the case, you know. It depends on who you talk to and who you ask and who you believe, you know. But at the end of the day, however, the big question is, obviously, however, I mean, really, in all honesty, are they going to be basically, however, show, I mean, the truth? I mean, are they going to tell the truth about this? I mean, does Roman show back up on SmackDown this Friday night? And then after what Brock did last night, answer what uh, the new what Brock did and what Paul Heyman did, or do they wait till he's cleared, however, and possibly return maybe next week? However? I mean, I don't know where they're going from here with this whole thing. Now, I've heard there's still talk they plan on doing some type of unification match, however, at uh, possibly WrestleMania. Uh, whether or not that will happen, that remains to be seen. But I just, I don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous if you ask me. I mean. It's stupid, it's asinine, it's just, I don't get it. I mean, enough is enough with this crap. I mean, they keep going to that well one too many times, however, and they, that's why you don't see guys who are not getting a big moderate push for getting any TV time. I mean, case in point, and just won't back me up on this, I mean, where's Finn Balor been the last couple of weeks? Somebody please tell me, where in the blue hell has he been? Oh, that's right. He hasn't been on TV because, obviously, Howard, they don't have anything for him to do right now. Yeah, great message you're seeing there, Vince. Way to slap everyone across the face there and show, Howard, how real uh, proud you are, Howard, by having someone, basically, who is one of your somewhat bigger names in, over the years in Japan and also for a while in NXT, come back up and then, oh, yeah, what do you do? You pull down your pants, Howard, and you basically take a big old shit on him, however, and the entire fan base that is Finn Balor's, however, and slap him across the face. Meanwhile, you have a guy like Austin Theory, who's your somewhat new lackey stooge, if you will, or basically becoming your new, uh, let's just say, little uh, new uh, helping assistant bitch boy, if you will, however, and all of a sudden you're basically having him do... Uh, Basically, sucking up to you. And speaking of which, however, I did hear, I think, last night, except I think for Kevin, uh, the Bucktooth Beaver, the little douchebag Dunn, and Mr. I Love You, Bitch Boy Bruce Pritchard, who has been absent the last few weeks, however, because of, I believe, some health reasons from what I heard. I think they said Vince, Michael Hayes, Pierce, and, of course, uh, yeah, Bruce, uh, Kevin, uh, no, not Bruce, uh, Vince, Kevin Dunn, Michael P.S. Hayes, and Pierce were all backstage last night. It's just, they weren't there last week, and then, of course, they were all there last night. It's just, I don't get it. I just do not get it. Somebody please tell me, what am I missing here? Seriously, what am I missing? Well, I, I can, well, obviously, obviously, of course, from, from uh, J.D., no, once again, of course, uh, the words could not be could not be, of course, that 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 far from the truth. I mean, it is exactly on point, indeed. And of course, from judging from what yourself and J John and Justin have already has said, it is, of course, one hundred percent obvious that two thousand twenty-two is not getting off to the start that WWE, of course, was expecting. Especially, of course, the fact that I did read something about last uh, last Friday's edition of Rampage. Actually, according uh, some show buzz, actually ranked uh, number twenty-one. While the yeah, best they of took a little bit of a hit. They took a little bit of a hit last night, last Friday night. Yeah, it was a big hit. Right. But, but here's what happened. But here's but the, mm, good. 
what I was going to add add was was that obviously Rampage kind of did ten times better than what than this idea of Vince is of course doing the best of twenty twenty one thing of course on FS one because they were preempting SmackDown dude they say your uh, programming and everything like that that it took that it ranked number fifty eight it ranked way way down last Friday. And of course, obviously, obviously, the college football game that they had on uh, Friday night, of course, was number one overall, proving once and for all that, regardless of whatever WWE has has tried to do, obviously, uh, AEW fared fared ten times better against a against any, any any sports game and all that. Then, then they can handle it ten times better than what WWE can do in terms, of course, yep. I said of the. TV ratings. Now you were you were getting ready to say something else, please. No, and you're right, and it's because, simply put, like you said, not only because of college football. You're right. You're 100 percent correct on that. It's also because, like I said, it was New Year's Eve. No one gave two shits about Ben Time. They were going to show the replay again at 10 o'clock, which was ridiculous. You know, I mean, they figured, oh, okay. Yeah. And you thought Rampage would have a good solid number, despite the women's brawl. And yeah, they took a little bit of a hit. They went backwards this week. This was probably, I think, one of their lowest-rated rampages in a while. But of course, this week we'll see what they can do. Of course, but like I said, this week's gonna be interesting because tomorrow night you're starting a new chapter. However, on TBS, however, that's gonna be very, very interesting. However, now we'll have to wait and see how it goes. However, obviously, however. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this about the point here. Yes. Rampage did take that hit, but I'm sure you would also agree with the fact that Tony Khan probably also saw these numbers too, and how satisfied that he was that his episode of Rampage, despite being at that ranking, according to Showbuzz, was much higher than the offering that WWE brought on Friday night. I'm, I mean, for once. I think I mean, so. Yeah, I think so. It kind of put a little bit of a smile on his face. Yeah, because like I said, you had those four women beat the whole you know what out of each other. You had a good opening contest with Darby and of course uh, uh, what happened. And of course you had a pretty good main event. It's just I think it was because it was, it was on a holiday of night. However, I think that's why they kind of took a little bit of a hit. Still, I mean, next, this week shouldn't be too bad. However, like I said, Obviously, of course, being the first week of Friday of the New Year, like I said, we don't know what SmackDown's going to bring like on Friday night. I mean, they're in Connecticut, obviously, and of course we know the Northeast is getting slammed in with this big Nor'easter storm, and who knows if we're going to even see a show this week. But like I said, I just, I don't know what they got planned for Friday night. Your guess is as good as mine. We'll have to wait and see, obviously, what happens with uh, Roman showing up, if he does show up at all. So, like I said, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, at this point, your guess is as good as mine, however. I did hear, of course, obviously, uh, <clears throat> of course, obviously, some of the um, some of the some of the results here from NXT tonight. I did actually hear that Carmelo Hayes actually defeated Roderick Strong. I, did mention, that. I com- did mention that. I did mention that. Yes. I did mention yeah, that the one, the one thing I, I just said this right before you came back on and just didn't even hear me. I think NXT didn't do too bad tonight, but again, you're going up against a college football game, obviously with LSU and Kansas State uh, this late in the year. Do the fans care? Obviously, I don't think they do. That's the thing. But here's the thing also. You had Tommaso Ciampa lose the title to Braun Breaker with the sign of recliner. 
even with the Steiner recliner. Now, like I said, however, is this WCW booked all over again? And Vince Russo has the power of the book, obviously. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm saying this right now, though. I will say this, though. Right now, I think at this point, however, your guess is how much longer is NXT going to be able to survive? I think tonight, however, this was the final chapter of NXT. I hate to say it, but I mean, you've gotten rid of the Garganos, the Coles, the, uh, the Andrade Cien Almasis, the Alistair Blacks of the world, however. You've gotten rid of all these people. I mean, even, like I said, people, however, who I just, at this point, you're just, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're really barking up the wrong tree. You get rid of all these people, right. however, and you're bringing all these people like Mandy Roses, like Braun Breakers, like Von Wagner's. Yes, you have your Pete Dunne still, however, I understand that. Don't get me wrong. You still have those guys, Tony D'Angelo's, Carmella Trick Hayes's, however, Santos Escobar, however. But like I said, you don't have Champa, you don't have Gargano, you don't have Cole. Like I said, obviously, you don't have... Uh, I'm trying to see an Almas, however, you don't have Alistair Black, you don't have, uh, like I said, however, all these other people. You're bringing in people like Imperium, you're bringing back people like Riddle, you're bringing up Mandy Rose and uh, Toxic Attraction, you're uh, bringing in these people, like I said, however, MSK, and that's fine. But, I mean, how much longer are they going to be able to survive? How much longer are they going to put up with the bullshit that's going on in NXT? It's me, JD, or like I said, like I said before, and I'm gonna bring this point up here from what you just brought to that. Which, by the way, very, very true point. But let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and point this by. Don't you? Do you think that this was Vince's way of, like I said, saying, "Okay, well, we want, we need to try to. I, I want to start this product. I want to do this product. Start over from scratch, and I want to do this product my way." And that's September, what's been going on? You've seen a new look. You've seen a new name. You've seen all these new, new talent moving up here. And all of a sudden, you're placing them in the big-time positions and all that when they haven't had really had much time to really – to. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're very talented superstars, but they haven't had a real big-time opportunity to actually – you know, they haven't got their know, feet through, wet, so to speak. They haven't got their feet wet. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, that, that's very true. That's Vincent. very true, yes. Because when you look at that, how you're, you're, you're 100% right, yes. Because, like I said, you brought these guys up very, too, very quickly and way too fast, however. And do they care? Like I said, no, they don't, honestly. They don't. Well, it's, well, it's, it's obvious because, I mean, the thing about it is, is that and then this is another point about it. You've heard me mention this, you know, t- time and time again. All goes here. That, that, like I said, if it's if, if Vince didn't come up with the idea, and this is very apparent now, Vince didn't come up with the idea and all that. He's going to take what he's going to take whatever whatever other idea that somebody else comes up with. He's going to try and make it his own, and he's going to he's going to tear it up, and he's going to ride it all out all over again. And he's going to say, "Okay, well, this is—I'm the one that, that this is mine. I'm—I'm I'm going to start off. I'm going to do it in this fashion and all 
all that yarn about the fact him and Bruce that you had so many him and Bruce are, you're right him and Bruce are doing it because like I said they can't they're just scared they're running scared that's why they gave bump Hunter out how along with Sean and whoever else is running the NXT show because like I said this is in 2015 this isn't the Undisputed. This isn't Neville. This isn't Sami Zayn. This isn't KO. This isn't Finn. I mean, they want to do it their way. And their way only. And to, they're saying right now, to hell with everyone else. Which is just ridiculous in its own way. It really well, is. Well, of course, of course why, do, and why do you think half the talent even decide to leave on, under their own accord? Uh, even though there's, a, there's also some that, of course, have have left as a direct result, of course, of Vince and all that stuff. And they're claiming, they're continuing to claim that it's nothing more than budget for you that it's apparent. It is 100% apparent that the budget cut thing has been the whole excuse the whole entire time and all that. Mm-hmm. And since April of last year, how many people have been let go because of it? Oh yeah, but, yeah. So 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 there, so like I said, Vince is very rid of the dead weight. Yeah, he's you got rid of Cross. You got you got rid of Cross. You got rid of Joe. Weight. You got rid of Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. I mean, you got rid of uh, like I said, Andrade Cienalmas, Alistair Black, uh, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano sitting at home right now collecting his money. I mean, you got rid of who else? I mean, there's so many people you got rid of this last year. I mean. I mean, right. let's take a look. I mean, it, I mean, let me just pull it up right now. Give me a second here. I'm going to okay. tell you right now. While you on. do that, I'm going to mention now. This is one point I'm going to mention while you do that. This okay. is something else. Okay, I here we go. Do. Here we go. I got it. Okay, I got it. Just a second. Go ahead. Go ahead, and then I'm going to make one. Okay, here we go. Sorry. I mean, here we go. You got Big Show. You have Billy Kay, Payne Royce, Kalisto, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Bo Dallas, Mojo. I mean, the Velveteen Dream, however, Braun Strowman, Lana, Tony Nese, Santana Garrett, Vandango, The Singros, Kurt Stallion, Marina Shapir, Killian Dane, Martel and Chase Parker, who are now making their way over on uh, freaking uh, AEW, Ric Flair, Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Tyler Rust, Tyler Astro Hill, B-Fab, Ember Moon, Eva Marie, Frankie Monet, Davey Boy Smith Jr., Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Nia Jax, Lorcan, Scarlet Boudreaux, Ashanti Theodonis, Drake Maverick, Isaiah Sorscott, Jackson Riker, John Morrison, Shane Thorne, Top Dollar, Tegan Knockout, Kyle O'Reilly, Jeff Hardy, and most recently, Tony Storm. 85 total this year. We're talking. 85 this past year. And this has been what? Since last spring? Dead weight this alone. has been what? Since, since last spring? Yes. This has been February going on since early part of 2021. I mean, yep. the thing about it, that's when this whole trend started. That's when this whole. But here's February, one thing about yep. the NXT party. That is uh, right. Since I mean, what well, is one point, JDM? And you all can agree or disagree upon this. And you have the right. But let me tell you something. There is one man who is not with us, who definitely helped NXT get get off the ground and all that, along with Triple H and them and all that. And Vince is taking a monumental piss on him right now. And 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 God rest his soul, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. He's rolling yeah. his grave right now because he is yeah. seeing what Vince yeah. is doing to this project and all that. Dusty was one of those that was very was a big time advocate. He hates Dusty Rhodes. 
but he was a big time advocate of NXT, along with, of course, Triple H, and of course, bringing in Shawn Michaels and a lot of the old. And then, I mean, William Regal, of course, even being a big part of it and all that. You wonder how Regal feels about a, a, lot, a lot of this and everything like that. I mean, Regal stepped into some big time shoes after Dusty left, and of course, what happened to Dusty and everything like that. So it is 100% academic right right here and now. Not only is he screwing over his own son-in-law, he's screwing over Shawn Michaels, and definitely, of course, a lot of the premier talent that, of course, that came out of NXT. If it wasn't, you wouldn't have your, some of your talent on the main roster today if NXT didn't exist. Yep. Vince owes it to NXT now. Big time. Yep. Why? Because, like I said, you, without, without NXT, you would not have, for example, you would not have, a, as much as we don't like talking about these people, a lot, a lot of these folks a whole lot, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have guys, you know, make the play kind of like, you know, guys like Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns. You wouldn't have the ladies like Charlotte and Becky and Bailey and Sasha. Uh, let's see. I could, I could, let's see. Uh, oh, we uh, won't see one of the box tomorrow night on uh, AEW, by the way. Oh, okay. Apparently, the unboxed Twitter reported that Matt Jackson apparently has COVID now. Uh, and, and, and everybody is, and everybody is now is say, is still saying this is not a big deal, yet the cases are surging. It's unbelievable. Uh-huh. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, get back, get, get back, get back to this. Like I said, uh, Rollins and Reigns, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, Becky. Um, not, I mean, I mean, even even Roman. of course those who have have a, who have wrestled outside the box, who came in, who started out with an NXT before going to the main roster in WWE, and of course you're talking about guys like uh, like Samoa Joe, like Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, mm-hmm. for crying out loud, uh, you know, uh, and of course, a lot of your guys there's an AEW right now. Like, for example, we can name, of course, Adam Cole. We can name Daniel Bryan. We can name uh, Kyle Riley. We can name Bobby Fish. Uh, you know, you know, Vince right now at this point in time is not realizing the fact that if it wasn't for NXT, he would not have. These major league, his major league players of the day today, he would not, and he knows it. Yep. If he also owes it to anybody to make the, the for, for the for, for getting given these gals, of course, the opportunities here that a lot of them still have in this company, his company today, it's his blames, it's his son in law. He's walking all over him now. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, Triple H is letting him do it. Yep. Trip, one of these days, Triple H is going to have to. He, if anyone could buck up the Vince and tell him enough is enough, it is Triple H. I don't it's care what. A lot of people disagree with me on that. Fine, but I know somebody has got to buck up the Vince, and I feel that man is Triple H. Yep. Bottom yep. line, bar none, because like I said, if like I said that stand if, up. No, no, but let me, but let me tell you something. We already said this. If Nick Khan takes over that company, it's dead. Yep. It is dead. It is gone. It is history. <laughs> we will not live another freaking year. You're going I'll to be laughing. 
<laughs> and JD can agree with me on this. You will have you will have the you will have Jim Her 2.0 all over again. Uh-huh. Like what he did to WCW, Nick Khan yep. will do that same thing to WWE. You watch it will be WWE at least Eric Bischoff more than a memory. That's all it and will on that be. Note, I'm going to get rolling here. No, at least Eric Bischoff took over and, and Jim Hurd got got his ass out. No, Jim Hurd was not, didn't get his ass out. He got fired is what he did, but you're right, Justin. Anyway, I'm going to get going on that note. I will continue this conversation tomorrow. Eric Bischoff saying WCW. All right. J.D., thank you very much. Sir. So we greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's yes, We do like to thank the Iceman, uh, Jared Jerome, for joining us here, of course, here tonight. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, when we talk about a lot of this and all that, you know, based upon everything that's been, that's going on, you see, you see the proverbial writing on the wall in more ways than one here. That obviously, like I said, Vince McMahon has t- is taken a product. Granted, he did not create it himself. But, of course, the axiom in WWE, obviously, of course, as far as Vincent Mann is concerned, is that if he did not create it, he is not going to keep it surviving for very long. He is not going to honor it for very long. And he was one of those that was, he was a big opponent of it. And, of course, he is showing those true colors right here now by doing what? Turning it into a joke. That's exactly what he's doing. And it's been that way for the past several months. Yes, bring in a lot of the new talent. We got, we like to see some new blood and all. There's a lot of great potential talent out there. For example, like I said, we saw, of course, Braun Breaker. Obviously, as J- John did report here a little while ago at New Year's Evil tonight, he did defeat Tommaso Ciampa to win the NXT title. Yes. And, of course, he used a move made famous, I'm sure, by his father and his, and his uncle, of course, the Steiner Brothers. John, I actually do. I do recall that moment. Uh, yeah, and of course, John and and uh, and uh, and John, of course, of course, is saying something right here. Of course, of course, he brought up the date DT nine ninety seven. Of course, the moment when Vince said that you told that said that Vince told us you that our intelligence will no longer be insulted. Well, of course, now here here in the beginning of twenty twenty two, it has been insulted. Of course, May of 1999, it was insulted when you killed, of course, a talented wrestler. We let that person off screen kill, of course, Owen Hart. So, because you were scared that he was actually going to go to WCW. So, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, of course, it's coming down to a point here that Vince McMahon is no longer able to, is is not realizing everything that he is doing. He is 100% scared of the whole whole ordeal. And he is previously going to come down to a point here where he's not going to be competent enough to run WWE. He is going to hand it off to somebody else. And Lord forbid, if that man, if the man that, that of course, he handed is Nick Khan, WWE is in serious, serious, serious trouble. That's all I got to say, of course, here about that. John, of course, talking about, of course, of course, because Owen Hart turned down, of course, Vince's storylines. Of course, turned down the Jeff Jarrett Deborah storyline. Of course, let him do the Blue Blazer. Of course, you screwed him just like you screwed his own brother. Brett, because you were delusional. Brett taking the belt away from WCW. Of course, you had Shawn 
Chicago, so your dirty work happened in Kansas City. What happened in Kansas City, of course, the over the edge pay per view, let that other person do a dirty work form, of course. <clears throat> I mean, so, so obviously, so obviously, of course, here, uh, <clears throat> and of course, John, of course, I said eight years later, of course, that off screen, that off screen later killed, of course, Nancy, Daniel, and Chris Benoit. And of course, you wiped the blood, of course, here on your on your hands. Of course, we're talking here. So, <clears throat> so obviously, John is bringing up a very valid point here. Of course, here saying that Vince McMahon, of course, obviously is is, is making himself is helping is is is, is pretty much, of course, keeping himself on top about the whole shebang throughout. And of course, he's going to be going to continue to remain in that position. It would not surprise me, of course, if you know how they always would talk about, like, like there were several presidents of the United States that actually died while they were holding the office of president. It would be wouldn't be too much surprise, and of course, obviously, if Vince actually died, of course, in his own office, of course, there at WWE headquarters, of course, even if it's in the building now or wherever they plan on moving to sometime in the near future. <coughs> Of course, John says, Vince, you made no mention of Benoit getting rid of the violence and the hardcore and the blood and two hours of all go away. People, of course, can pay for that. But because you let talented wrestlers like CM Punk, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, AJ Lee, Emma, John Moxley, Goldust, Enzo and Cass, Jack Swagger, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, The Revival, The Club, Evan Bourne. And John, of course, is one. John is, of course, of course, both the Hardy Boys and also Ryback. And let's see, let's see who else John has here. John Ember Moon, Nia Jax, Eva Marie. And all the other town like Christian, Big Show, and all the other dedicated stars that had talent that of course that you let go did you john said do you believe in their talent no john of course john says uh, you vince of course kevin dunn bruce pritchard never had nothing for them and now of course they are in aew right now and also of course in impact new japan pro wrestling of course etc Bringing up some very interesting points here, indeed. There, so of course, Vince, the old WWE network you watch so much all the time. Of course, obviously now part of Peacock, which of course that's one thing Vince cannot do anymore. So rewriting storylines from 1987, 1988, WCCW, 1999, 2001, WWF, and also WCW. Of course, the Attitude Era, of course, etc. Of course, you're giving people like Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Corbin's Lena Vega, Carmelo, of course, the red carpet. And ladies and gentlemen, this is coming from John directly here. This is not coming from me. This is coming from John. But where is, and of course, as JD just mentioned a moment ago, 
Where's Finn Balor, Star Truth, The New Day, Street Prophets, Nakamura, Dana Brooke, Oscar, all the others for Kentucky Catering, having some good old, having some, having some uh, food, of course, provided by Titus O'Neil. But Vince, of course, there's going to come a day and they'll have three words for you, three letters for you. Of course, obviously, AEW, and of course, they will find talent, of course, here elsewhere. Vince, if they found your drugs, you've given to your superstars or the release superstars you put in court for for wrongfully releasing them. And the cops, will, of course, will make a warrant for your arrest and haul your butt away, of course, from the WWE headquarters. Guilty murder, cheating, racism, etc., corruption, and all the others. Of course, your affairs will not be with Charlotte. And, of course, all the other blonde women. Also, Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard, Nick Khan. Your affair is going to be John. <laughs> Here we go. Your affair is going to be be with a 350 pound African American male. And yes, John's talking about the man known as Big Bubba. <laughs> when Bubba goes for you. You will have no way out. Even if you do drop the soap. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so Justin, don't drop the soap, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after that, the police will put you in that electric chair and fry you for good. <laughs> and of course and of course. Or, 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 if you, or if you do get, or if you do get away, your headquarters, of course, obviously, will be destroyed. You'll be homeless, out, of course, out there in the streets, begging for money. Especially, of course, also begging for a tube of pink lipstick, like you normally wear on TV here lately. And then, of course, they will all say no. Vince, you better not keep this junk up because if you continue to do this. Of course, we will march down to the WB headquarters and break and vandalize everything that you own. And you'll sit there for days and days, and we'll sit there for days and days until you decide to resign. Of course, John says impeachment. For Vince McMahon, hashtag justice for Owen, hashtag for Chris Benoit, hashtag justice for the released. John, I got one for you. Hashtag BF Vince. Hashtag get rid of Dunn, McMahon, Pritchard, Khan. Hashtag BF ain't. 
hashtag BF Vince. I'm sure, John, you know what the BF stands for. Let's just say it's something I can't say on the air, John. Something that Bubba might do the Vince if Vince goes to jail. We'll say it that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And of course, and of course, we see Big Bubba, of course, sitting right here, here, right here again, big picture here, saying, See, Vince, he's all teed off and he is ready for you. Uh, John, uh, anything you wish to add here, of course, concerning GSWI? Yes. Other than the, of course, uh, uh, John did say, of course, the, the, the January Championship Challenge Tour does continue, of course, in GSWI. So be sure to join, of course, the GSWI Facebook page if you want to, of course, get in, of course, on that action. As, of course, the Battle of the Belts, of course, will be. And then John is going to, uh, it's going to be on Saturday. Okay, that's right. It's going to be on Saturday. That's right. Okay. And then John says, of course, there'll be a break, of course, there and there indeed. And of course, up until, of course, the Royal Rumble, which will be, of course, on Saturday, uh, January the 29th. In the St. Louis Dome, of course, the home of the St. Louis Cardinals. Where Mark Mark McGuire, Mark Mark McGuire played there, of course, when he hit all of his seventy home runs. And he hit his sixty-second home run in nineteen ninety-eight, breaking Roger Maris's record. So John, that's the original, that's the older stadium, possibly. Or Mark, Mark McGuire hit a home run, but John says he's not 100% sure about that. Okay. So, John, thank you. Thank you very much there, partner. We do greatly, we do greatly, of course, appreciate that. <clears throat> uh, John says he will give Vince credit where credit is due. That, of course, obviously at the Royal Rumble, we will see a match for the WWE title where Brock Lesnar will defend it against Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble. Of course, it is going to be an amazing match. So, so at least we know now for the time being, uh, that match, of course, obviously, uh, for the time being, we know we now know, of course, that 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 about one of the matches, of course, that's going to be. And John says, so far, John has asked only props that he will give Vince for this year, but the rest, for the rest of it, possibly not. So, John, very good point there. Indeed, there, of course, partner, we do greatly, of course, appreciate that. And John says he will talk, he will be back with tomorrow on tomorrow's edition of Revolution. Thank you very much, John, of course, here as well. We do thank, 
course, John, along with JD, of course, being on here, of course, here tonight. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> before we get to Justin's stuff here, I just want to remind you, of course, one more time that to please check out all of our groups, of course, here in WCW US, of course, including some of our newest additions, including the Pay Per View Prediction Center Third Wave Facebook page. Also, the, the WCWUS 2K Fantasy HQ Facebook page. We're working on getting some more matches, of course, from different 2K games. Uh, some fantasy matches that, of course, are set up there if you wish to, of course, check out some of them. We will definitely be posting some more on there, of course, hopefully here very, very soon. And also, of course, as I said earlier, check out, of course, WCWUS Classic Fun Festival, where we've got some... Of course, classic, uh, classic uh, cartoons and also classic video games uh, posted on there as well. So if you wish to, of course, check out some of them. Be sure to be sure to check those out. Of course, here as well, as well as of course the video vault, as well as <coughs> as as well as of course a lot of our tribute groups in WCW US, including of course Fan Empire Entertainment, Cavalcade, the Movie Channel, and much more. Be sure, to let, be sure to check all that out here, of course, here today on Facebook and also check out all of the episodes right here at the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, before we end tonight's show, it will not be complete without bringing you the second take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday here reports here for today, January the 4th. And here lined up here, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, who, of course, brings it to us every single day on both WCW US Fan Empire for the wrestling portion and WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade for the pop culture portion. Here is, of course, the Godfather of Soul himself, of course, as tonight is truly unique. He's actually going to be sitting in his hot tub and doing it. So that way he'll do it and be in a very relaxed state. <laughs> so, uh, so Justin, here's Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming. With your second take of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for today, January the 4th. Justin, please go ahead and proceed. Okay. Um, by the way, Chad, um, Eric Bischoff saved WCW when um, Jim Hurd left. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Absolutely. I do. Yes, of course, like I said, at least Bischoff was already had some knowledge of wrestling, of course, going into WCW. So at least he was able to, of course, like I said, come up with some very unique ideas for, for WCW. Of course, like I said, if it wasn't for Bischoff, you wouldn't have had WCW Monday Nitro, which, of course, he actually plugged that to Ted Turner. And that's how that, that that's how that, all that came to play. So, so yeah, so I will, I will give, I will give Bischoff that, that uh, the benefit of the doubt there on that, but at least he was more knowledgeable than Jim Hurd was, without a doubt. So, Justin, please go ahead and proceed, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, today is a happy scene. 23rd, 24th, 25th birthday, the heat, Japanese wrestler Hio Wanatabi. And uh, see, they is see. Mm. 
A happy oh, 20, man. a happy 20, 26, 26th birthday to Gino Mendina, Mexican wrestler. Mm-hmm. His real name is Luis, Luis, wait, Luis, Hey, Louis Mendina. That's it. Louis Mendina. That's right. And uh, today is a happy 26th birthday to Japanese wrestler Kamuri Abe. 27, wait, 20, wait, 1995. 25. 27, yeah, 27th birthday to uh, from Kamuri Abe, Japanese wrestler. And today is a happy 80th, 36th birthday to the Caribbean Killer Rambo. His real name is Ram- Rambo Michael Braun. And today is a happy 48th, birth, 48th 47th birthday to Curbo. I mean, his real name is Mexican wrestler Cur- um, Jamie Inicio Tirado Correa, they're known as Renan Curbo. And today is a happy 48th birthday to uh, Ryota Shusen, Japanese wrestler. Wait, Shikuzen. And today would have been a happy 51st, a happy 52nd birthday to Chris Kenyon. And today is a happy 52nd birthday to Disco Machine. Of course, say was born June 3rd, January 3rd. Today is a happy 52nd birthday to Biko Kiko Fudagami. And uh, today is a happy 48, 40, wait, 40, wait, huh? 49th birthday to Kimo. His real name is Kimo Leopoldo, German wrestler. And today's a happy 54th birthday to Fifty-four birthday to, oh yeah, fifty-four. He's fifty-four today. Chemo Leopoldo, yeah. And today is a happy sixty-sixty-fifth birthday, fifty-fifth uh, birthday to Nelson Velo, Canadian wrestler, French Canadian wrestler. Today is a happy fifty-fifth. 55th birthday, today would have been a happy 55th birthday. 56th birthday to La Parker II. He died of kidney failure one year ago today. It was December, January 11, 2020. Or January 4, 2020, or January 11, 2020, yeah. 
And today is a happy 16. Wait, 50. 56th birthday to Derek. Uh, on 57th birthday to Derek Dukes. And today is a happy. The eighth birthday to King Ricky. King Ricky, his real name is Ricky Takashi. And today is a happy sixty fourth. Today's a happy sixty fourth birthday to Jim Powers. And today, today would have been a happy nine. Wait. Today we're going to have a happy 89th birthday to Renee Giovado, Mexican wrestler. And here's some pop culture history, um, some wrestling history today. Some wrestling history today. Fifty years ago today, um, world class championship wrestling in Dallas, Texas, um, canceled a, a winter canceled a sh- show due to a winter storm. It was a tournament for the world title match scheduled for the first round matches. Chris Von Eric, right? Chris Von Eric versus Johnny Valentine, Thunderbolt Patterson versus Mr. Fuji, Cowboy Bob Ellis versus Jose Lothario, Dean Ho versus Spoiler. George Scott versus Mike Starr, and George wait, George Scott versus Mike Starr. Fifty years ago today, in World Class Championship Wrestling in Fort Worth, Texas, Kevin Von Erich drew Kabuki, Bugsy McGraw, and Bill Irwin beat Tom Shaw, and Big Daddy Bundy and uh, Al Madrill beat Armand Hussein and beat Armand Hussein. Frank Dusa beat Richard Blood. We know as um, Rick you Dragon Steamboat. Carl Sapal beat the monk. And fit 40, 30 years ago today, on the first WCW Pro of nineteen ninety two, the Stein Brothers defeated Mike um Don Michaels and Jack Savage. Thirty years ago today on WCW on the first WCW World War nineteen ninety two, Johnny B. Bad defeated Chris Sullivan. Thirty years ago today, on the first WWE Superstars of 1992, Ryan Piper defeated Brooklyn Brawler. British Bulldog defeated Louis Piccoli. The Mountie with Jimmy Jimmy South Jimmy Hart defeated Rudy Gonzalez. And Oakland now welcomes the Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth to the interview platform. Savage talks about the Rebel match and how the championship belt is in is the grand prize and wants to go back to the top of the mountain. Savage said there are no friends in the Rumble, and it's everyone for himself. Savage said, said he will get Jake and doesn't care when. Oakland now asks Elizabeth about Jake, and he almost feels sorry for him about of what Savage will do. Then she hopes to hear Savage announced as the winner of the Royal Rumble. 
And after that, um, the Beverly Bros with their genius defeated Scott Basel and Ken Johnson, and the Undertaker with Paul Bear defeated Richie Garvin. Thirty years ago today, on the first WCW on the first World Championship Wrestling of nineteen ninety two on TBS, later changed it to WCW Saturday Night on April fourth of that year. The natural Dustin Rhodes fear Arn Anderson with Paul dangerously dangerously known as Paul Heyman via disqualification on TBS. 10 years ago today on the first NXT of 2012, Derek Young defeated Derek Baton. In pop culture, um, 20 years ago, I know you remember this movie, Chad. 20 years ago, a movie called Imposter was released in theater starring Gary Sinise, Madeline Stowe, Vincent D'Alfrenio, and Makai Pfeiffer. And that's it. Just I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, and ten years ago today we lost uh wait, hold on, wait, that's it. Never mind. I'll, I'll be right there. Hold on a second. Sorry about that here, bud. Uh, uh, but when nature calls, you don't want to don't want you don't want to hold the call for too long. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, it just sneaks yeah, up on you. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm done. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, here, Justin. Ladies and of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to, of course, as always, check out <clears throat> Justin's daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports. Uh, the, the wrestling portion, as we said, on WCWUS Fan Empire, Facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash WCWUS Appreciation, and WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade for the pop culture portion, uh, Facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash WCWUS Entertainment. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 1089 of WCWS Revolution, the very first revolution of 2022 um, for today, Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. Of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks, of course, the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, as well as, of course, the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, and the Human Suitcase Machine, John Gross. Well, we, of course, brought you your wrestling news of the day, courtesy of 411 Mania, with, of course, additional news, of course, courtesy of JD. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, John and Justin did provide, of course, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Uh, of course, John and, John and Justin, of course, did provide, their, did provide their personal opinions about last night's edition of Monday Night Raw. Also, of course, JD, John, and Justin did provide their thoughts and opinions on the Raw matches from this past Saturday's Day 1 pay-per-view. And, of course, we did get, of course, into a little bit of insight here about some of the things that took place at NXT New Year's Evil. And, of course, we're all, of course, basically what we are, uh, what we are continuing to talk about here, of course, as for what Vince McMahon is doing, of course, to his own company. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I want to point out one more time, do not forget to listen to Outside the Ropes tomorrow night at 6.30, 14138 pound 
as well as WCWS Revolution episode number 1090 at 9 o'clock, of course, tomorrow night, 138055. Episode number 1089 is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> uh, be sure to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, continue to stay safe. Of course, here, uh, to be sure to, of course, uh, be sure to continue, of course, to, uh, uh, <clears throat> to continue to stay safe out there, of course, as once again, the pandemic, of course, is rearing its ugly head with, with the Omicron, what they're calling the Omicron variant. Be sure, be sure you stay safe as, as well as, of course, keep members of your family, of course, and your friends and everyone, of course, very, very close to you, very, very safe, of course, from this predicament. Take any, take any and all necessary precautions here, of course, hands clean, keep yourself clean, and, of course, <clears throat> and, 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 of course, ladies and gentlemen, do everything humanly possible to, of course, uh, uh, like I said, do whatever you feel, of course, is necessary to uh, keep yourself, of course, out of this predicament. Of course, that, of course, just because the government says to try it, does not necessarily mean that it's the right thing to do. So just take every, every precaution that you feel, of course, that is necessary. <clears throat> Words to live by here, of course, courtesy of old Mr. WCWS here. Of course, here, of course, here tonight. <clears throat> be sure to, of course, like, be sure to, of course, like I said, check out once again all of our groups, of course, on Facebook, and all of our past episodes of the radio network, of course, right here, on, of course, on TalkShoot.com. Until then, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, please stay safe out there. Please take care, and of course, God bless here. Since testing your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything in between this is of course the one and the only and forever will be the wcw us radio network justin have a good evening partner we'll talk at you tomorrow night of course on revolution 1090 take care